the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. You're listening to the eighth season of CHSL Football on the Patriot. Our Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and The Student Connection. Listen each week as we bring you exciting matchups within the best league in the state. Now, it's time to send it to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth. Here are the voices of CHSL Football. University just running away here in the fine regional football matchup as the Brother Rice Warriors here today and Mason taking on each other in what feels like a little bit of a neutral matchup, but this is Brother Rice's home, so they have that home field advantage here today. The Warriors squad is looking to get rolling and keep rolling here in the state playoffs, have a really good chance to make the semifinal for the first time in a long time since this school was a dynasty, and Adam Korzanuski has taken over. He's obviously happy with the way his squad has been playing. Mason on the other hand, kind of new heights for them. Only the second time in this game ever. That's even before the playoffs expanded a little bit. And they were just in the regional, which was in the second round of the state playoffs. But the Rice has had some personnel changes. But for the most part, all these athletes are rearing and ready to go for a game like this. Mason, on the other hand, very young. A lot of sophomores making contributions that they flat out probably didn't think they would this early. They thought maybe next year would be their year. But they're looking to pull off another big upset here today against the perennial power and brother rice can they do it we'll see when we get back here on the patriots stick with us chsl game of the week on wdtk the patriot is brought to you by alliance catholic credit union 
Everyone, Mac Horvath, Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child. Mitt Mortgage Lending is happy to be back again this year as a sponsor of Catholic League High School Football. Whether you are a first-time homebuyer, need a refinance, or a veteran looking for a home loan, you know you can trust Mitten Mortgage Lending with your financing. Go to Google, type in Mitten Mortgage Lending, and check out our five-star reviews and see for yourself. NMLS 1723481. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Hi, this is Daryl Wood. You're listening to CHSL Football. See you Monday. Dennis Prager sees another example of fake racism. A stunt, yes. They, they made an, a stunt to associate Yunkin with racism. They acted as if they were white supremacists supporting Yunkin. They're just leftist scum. There's so little racism in this country that they have to make it up. This is another example of it. You must understand what is going on in America. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. More CHSL pregame show next. Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for Wayne State Warrior football as the Warriors travel to Ferris State. It's all right here starting at 1245 p.m. on AM 1400 and 101.5 FM. The Patriot. Welcome back to Lawrence Sack, everyone. Awaiting a fine matchup between Brother Rice and Mason here today. The Warriors at home once again. They're home away from home, I guess, here at Lawrence Sack. They've kind of shifted in between places over the last few years, but this has been their home. And it's a nice stadium if you've never been to. I encourage you to come out to Lawrence Sack game or a high school game here that play a few, but a stadium that surrounds big, tall buildings on the far side. Nice bleachers and stadium seating on the near side. And we're at the top of the press box here today. Warm and cozy as much as we can be in what is a pretty chilly and windy day here in Metro Detroit. Well, we already talked about it a little bit, Brother Rice, transitioning to their really third-string quarterback. When you look at it overall, Jake Coulter was supposed to be the starter. Um, could not start this season. He's now punting and still not playing quarterback, obviously. But their starting quarterback went down via injury. And now they're on to their third string, who's done a pretty good job leading them down the field. But it all starts as well with the athletes on the outside and certainly Nolan Ray rushing the football up the middle. He's done a really nice job all season long. He's a big play machine for this Brother Rice team. And on the other side, again, for Mason, they also have three quarterbacks in a sense, all of them healthy and all of them may be used at some point here today. A young sophomore has gotten most of the starting reps going forward so far. A young freshman is uh, going into the ranks as well and starting to get some playing time. So it'll be interesting to see how they interweave what they have in terms of their pieces. But offensively, they're young along with their whole squad. But they do have some talent on this team. It'll be interesting to see how they match up with Brother Rice here today. We'll have Dylan Dixon's keys to the game in a little bit here on the Patriots and get to uh, a lot more as we prepare for this regional final matchup here in Southfield, Michigan on the Patriots. Stick with us. You're listening to CHSL Football on the Patriot. 
Boys soccer wraps up with an exciting day of finals, and speed records are set at MIS. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. In the Division I MHSAA Boys Soccer Final, Okemos trailed New Baltimore Anchor Bay 1-0 with just 10 minutes to go. Okemos then got an equalizer from Ben Hussey, and just two minutes later... Gotta be thinking shot here, and here it comes. And clip. Top of the bar, he scored! A posting stamp shot for Aiden Antcliffe! 2-1 Okemos! That was Dave Ellis from the NFHS broadcast of the game, Aiden Antcliffe scoring from a free kick to deliver the win for Okemos. The title caps off an undefeated season for Okemos and gives them its first boys soccer championship since 2004. Anchor Bay ends the year 22-2-1. Elsewhere on the pitch, Grand Rapids Christian was a winner in Division II. The Eagles entered tournament play losers of four of their last six, but really turned it on in the postseason, winning seven in a row. They beat Bloomfield Hills' Brother Rice 2-1. The Eagles also won championships in 2001 and 1998. Grand Rapids South Christian knocked off Gross Eel 3-1 in the Division III final. Gross Eel was trying for a third straight crown in Division III, but South Christian was just too good in this one. It's the Sailors' fourth title since 2010. And in Division IV, Wyoming Potter's House captured the title playing in its first championship match. The Pumas knocked off Clarkston Everest Collegiate 3-zip. It was Everest's first appearance in the soccer final as well. For more on all four matches, please check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Carissa Guest, who had 10 kills and 8 digs in Bronson's Volleyball District final win over Centerville, and to Corona quarterback Jaden Herrick, who threw for 3 touchdowns in a 20-8 district final win over Armada. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov/mi-student-aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. Three things can happen if a field goal attempt crosses the line of scrimmage but comes up short of the goal line. Do you know all three? First, the ball can go out of bounds. If that happens, the ball is dead, and on the change of possession, the team newly on offense takes over where the ball went out of bounds. Second, the kicking team can be the first to touch the ball. When that happens, this is the first touching, and again, the team newly on offense takes over where the ball was downed. And third, the receiving team can return the kick, and they would take over on offense after the returner has been tackled or goes out of bounds. Think of a field goal attempt as a punt, and you'll always know what's possible if the kick comes up short of the goal line. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Just go to the MHSAA website now to register. It's called the fastest track in NASCAR, and on Saturday, Michigan International Speedway lived up to its nickname for the 2021 Lower Peninsula Cross Country Finals. MHSAA runners on both the boys' and girls' side saved their best for last, turning in some blistering times. In Division I, Riley Ho broke 15 minutes for the second time at MIS, the first ever to do that, 
and capturing his second straight individual title. Brighton took home the team title. On the girls' side, Rachel Forsyth turned in the fastest finals time by a sophomore at MIS, winning an individual title and helping Ann Arbor pioneer to a team title. Rachel's sister, Sarah, was eighth. In Division Three, Benzie Central junior Hunter Jones won a third straight individual title. No one has ever won four boys' titles at MIS, and he'll have a chance to do that as a senior. His time of 15.08 is the third fastest in D3 history. St. Louis won the team title for a second year in a row. And in D4, Abby Vanderkoy is a four-time champion. The Muskegon Western Michigan Christian senior joins four other girls to complete the cycle. WMC won the team title, and Abby's sister Grace placed eighth. For more on a wonderful day of racing at MIS, please check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. More CHSL pregame show next. Whether in the classroom, on the playing field, in the community, or even decades into the future, we are focused on unleashing potential in each other. Here we are more than a group of students. We are brothers. Here we are more than educators. We are stewards. Here we are more than a set of values. We are believers. We are the builder of boys, makers of men. We are LaSalle. De LaSalle Collegiate High School. Expect greatness always. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. You're listening to the eighth season of CHSL Football on the Patriot. Our game of the week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and The Student Connection. Listen each week as we bring you exciting matchups within the best league in the state. Now, it's time to send it to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth. Here are the voices of CHSL Football. Thank everyone to Lawrence Tech High School. Just about underway here in the regional final matchup. It's the Brother Rice Warriors and Mason here today. Another Catholic High School League football game of the week for you. So glad you could tune in on the Patriot here today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League with 10 branch locations, a full-service online team, 
a highly rated mobile app, and great loan rates. Alliance Catholic Credit Union can be your financial guardian angel. You can join online in just minutes, and when you do, use code JOIN20. Again, that's code JOIN20 for a $20 deposit into your account. Visit, visit AllianceCatholic.com to get started. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. These two teams have been uh, leniently, I guess is the right word, warming up here today. Brother Ice has been on and off. Mason has been on and off when we first got here about an hour and a half ago. Was Mason it was first on the field. Everybody's trying to make an effort to stay warm. Not the easiest things to do. They don't have traditional locker rooms yet here at Lawrence Tech either. They do have some trailers on the backside pretty close to the field. So I'm sure the teams will try to hang out in there as long and as much as they can at halftime and before the start of this football game here today. Game time temperature probably around 45 degrees here in Southfield, Michigan. It is a bit breezy, but any breeze and weather like this with the sun all the way down and the lights all the way on going to make it feel a lot crisper than it is. Luckily, we will probably, hopefully, not see any snowflakes here today, maybe a couple days down the road. But this is why we eventually work inside in a couple weeks to Ford Field. And for that goal, that's going to feel a lot better, I'm sure, for all these two teams. One more week outside. Most of those games, if not all, will be Saturday at 1 o'clock. That's what they shoot for in the MHSA just because of the conditions. But today, we breathe out the wintry conditions, what it feels like at least here on a Friday night on the campus of Lawrence Tech University. So we've already talked a little bit about the personnel in this game here today, but you know we've talked a lot of Brother Rice so far this year. Dylan, Mr. Ray is a guy that you really like. Yeah, and Dylan Ray is a guy who's going to make a difference, and he's really going to be a focal point for Brother Rice today. As long as they can get him the ball in a, in a number of different ways, I'm talking getting it to him up the middle, running some stretch plays, letting him use his speed and great vision, and then also getting it to him in the pass game. It's going to be looking good for Brother Rice here today. They have a number of other options, too, as well, who can make some big time plays down the field. For a guy like that can be a sleeper when you've had some quarterbacks in and out of the lineup. Playmaker that Brother Rice has, the luxury of having on the outside. But don't forget about the other receivers that they have. Cole Lockamary, he's a great slot option. So he runs some great routes, has amazing hands. And they have a, a lot of different options on the outside that they can diversify and get the ball to and provide some mismatches for this Mason defense. Facets in terms of the quarterback game for Mason as well. They've thrown as much as three guys out there throughout this year. We could see. Maybe all three play here today. That'll be interesting as well. Nick Wells, Alex Bushy, and uh, Mr. Tarswell, who's been pretty good as a, a freshman as well. They think he's going to challenge the sophomore next year for the starting spot. But anytime you have a game like that, when you have one guy that likes to throw and one guy that likes to run, sometimes you know exactly what they're going to do when they're in. But this is also a team that likes to run the jet motion, so that can you know throw an extra wrinkle into things too. That's the reason why Mason's sitting here at 8-2 today in a great position in the state finals. So, you know, they have those three different guys who present totally different options. They got their running guy. They have a guy who also likes to, to pass the ball. They just got a, a few different options out there. 
technical difficulty just overall. We're actually calling the game on our cell phone right now. We're trying to work through that with all the uh, illustrious people behind the scenes doing a good job trying to put us on the air regularly here. It's cold outside. We're outside. Equipment doesn't like that. That's, uh, in a nutshell, what we're dealing with here today. But trying to make it normal by kickoff, and it should be a good game in this regional final between Mason and Brother Rice. Back with more after this here on the Patriot. The CHSL Football Game of the Week is brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for Wayne State Warrior Football as the Warriors travel to Ferris State. It's all right here starting at 12.45 p.m. on AM 1400 and 101.5 FM, The Patriot. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at odyssey.com today. Hi, this is Daryl Wood. You're listening to the CHSL Football Game of the Week. See you Monday at 6 p.m. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult and even kids treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Twitter at CHSL on WDTK. Now back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth on the Patriot. Welcome back to Lawrence Tech, everyone. Now time for Dylan Dixon's keys to the game as Brother Rice and Mason tow off here today. What do you think, Dylan? So in this game today, I think Brother Rice They've already lived out their keys to the game throughout this entire season, just playing that tough schedule that they've had to go through, fight the gauntlet. They took a couple of tough losses to CC, D. LaSalle. But earlier on in the year, they had their signature win against McCollum, Dakota, a Division One school, the biggest school in the state. And their keys to the game are going to be the same to that, to that day. Nolan Ray getting on the ball in a multitude of different ways. And then when they when they get enough of that, play action pass, throw it out deep to Cole Lacanario. This is a brother race team that's really trying to reach new heights, but it's a team that has been here certainly before and has won huge games before. And you think about some of their successes in the past. I think in their last state championship, one thing that sticks out is their trickeration we've seen on special teams and just overall what they've done. Um, special teams have been very solid for them this year. Again, Dylan. Yeah, like you talked about in the past, Brother Rice has always had a bag of tricks to go to. When it comes to playoff games, big-time games, when they need them. Not sure if they're going to need any of those heroics here today, but their defense has definitely been a strength of the team. And as defense can build into the special teams today, I think they should be good to go. 
Wow, Jalen Snowden almost just uh, flew off the top of the press box. He's doing a lot of adversity here today, but doing a good job. As uh, a fan will look to get that autograph after the game by the Catholic League Hall of Famer. Back with a little bit more. The kickoff is getting closer and closer here on the Patriots. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at odyssey.com today. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Back to Lawrence Sack, everyone. A very good Brother Rice team looking to make the difference and make another state semifinal with a win here today on a blustery day just outside of downtown Southfield here in the big buildings are located on the far sideline. Makes a pretty nice backdrop for a field that's been built up over the last few years here at a school that's budding in terms of football as well. Doing pretty well. Here are the Blue Devils at Lawrence Sack. Brother Rice in their Bright orange jerseys with the black numbers on the front. On the other side, Mason and their whites with the red numbers on the other end as well. These two teams looking to stay loose. What is the key, I guess, you know, away from keys in a game weather like this where you haven't seen much of it quickly? Well, you know, these November games are a little bit different than how it is at the start of the season. You know, typically the season starts off around August 30th, get the season going, and it's hot outside. Teams are throwing the ball a ton. And now when you get down here, it's really getting down to the nitty-gritty where you got to run the ball a lot more. And we're going to see which team is the more physical team down in the trenches because that's how you win games in November. Well, just already here at the field. We're going to step aside before that. Both teams are lined up on each side. Brother Rice on the near side. Mason on the far side. Brother Rice, it looks like he nearly doubles them in size here on the near sideline. Back with more after this here on the Patriots. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. 
Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at odyssey.com today. Did you know a recent study revealed that 30% of America's elementary school kids go to class without breakfast at least once a week? Did you know that children who skip breakfast lose up to a quarter of their daily intake of critical vitamins and minerals? If you didn't, you should, because breakfast directly impacts kids' energy levels, memory, and focus. Children who eat breakfast daily score higher on achievement tests and have lower absenteeism rates than children who skip. We're PTO Today, an organization serving parent group leaders, and we want to help parents ensure their children's success in school by offering this advice. First of all, make sure your children have breakfast every morning. If necessary, set aside 10 extra minutes in your routine to avoid a rush. Since time is often tight, remember that a bowl of cereal with milk can give your kids the edge they need to learn and perform their best. Make sure your children get the right start every day. For more information and breakfast suggestions, visit P. PTOtoday.com or AmericanCerealCouncil.org. Why can't I get a monkey? Why can't you catch a whale with a worm? Dad, can we go to the moon on vacation? If you think it's tough answering these questions, imagine the ones you'll get if your child is diagnosed with cancer. CureSearch.org is a website that can help. It connects you to the doctors and scientists whose collaborative research has turned childhood cancer from a nearly incurable disease to one with an overall cure rate of 78%. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Brother Ryan Mason getting ready to do battle here in what's becoming even more of a blustery day. You can see the colors of fall on the far side and maybe the... Shadows of winter coming at you as well as some bare trees and some heavily covered fall-like leaves on the far side, mostly in yellow, some pine trees on the left behind the near upright and a mostly highway-centric right side of the field here today. Just a couple minutes before kickoff here today as Brother Rice huddles together on the 35-yard line, Mason running their way out here on the nearest side. They'll tee it up on the 40-yard line as they'll kick it right to left. Brother Rice sending two back. Cole Lacanaria is one of them, along with Charlie D'Angelo, two of their talented wide receiver athletes out there as well. The deepest man back deep is Lacanaria at around the 12-yard line here on the near half. Tyler Baker... One of the men that handles kickoff duties is in to do the honors here. Calder Myers and Natalia Pluff, a young lady, also does some kicking. These two teams are similar, and they have interchangeable pieces at every position. So Mason going to drift back. Well, they subdued crowd here today. Maybe the weather is victim to that. And Mason not very close to Lawrence Sack, but we've seen some big crowds when we've been to this stadium in the last couple of years. Kickoff is ready to be delivered. That's Tyler Baker. He's going to wobble it back to the 16-yard line here. Returnable for the Warriors. Lockenire is slipping through at the 30-yard line, powering his way to the 36, and a nice game tackle there by Mason as they flatten him down, but good field position for the Warriors to start this drive. 
in a nice return for Lockin' Area. He just has so much football savvy. You can tell just for every step every time he runs the football, the way he jump cuts, he's truly amazing runner. Football spotted on the 37-yard line in between the hash marks. Your brother Rice will be left to right in their bright orange jerseys with the black numbers here today. Mark Boitai, the senior, 5'10", 170 pounds, will trot his way out there. Four wide for Boitai here as Lacanaria moves to the far sideline. Garrity is in the slot right. And a little extra play call there before the first snap of the ball game is taken. Wojciech has it, leans back down the middle, fades it out, up in the air, circling pass. It is catched up on the near side. No, would have been a fantastic catch for Xavier Bowman there. He's out of bounds at the 37-yard line of Mason. Yeah, and before that play, Brother Rice actually audible. They saw the defense in, in a man-to-man look. And they trust their playmakers outside to make some plays. And I don't think it's a bad idea. Every time they see that man-to-man, they're going to go to either Bowman or Cole area deep. 11.45 still up to play in the opening quarter. Still no score. Goitschek has this snap. It looks like a little quicker than he expected. Hands it off to Reyes. But it's got a big hole. At the 40-yard line, powers into Mason territory at the 49 on the far hash. And that is where they will spot it. A nice little drive here for Brother Rice to begin the first. That's kind of what I expect to see tonight. A lot of Nolan Ray getting him the ball. I don't think Mason has seen this type of speed and athleticism that they'll see with Brother Rice here all season. So it's going to be something new for them and something they're going to have to learn on the fly. Football actually spotted right at midfield, maybe an inch into Mason territory in the far hash here. They want to keep it on the ground and scattering it up the middle for a solid four-yard gain by Ray. It'll be second and six on the flip side here. Yeah, this offensive line for Brother Rice, they're one of the best in the state. Aaron Sadatri out there at left tackle, plowing the way through. And Nolan Ray has the vision to truly exploit those holes every time out there. Ten minutes and 50 seconds left, and they score this first quarter of action here. Four wide for the Warriors as Nolan Ray switches from the left hip to the right hip here of Goychuk. Goychuk, arms extended, look for the snap. Mihai has it. Fades back about five yards. Trouble comes. Mason's sending a bunch of pressure there. A man on the outside is going to final him up right at the line of scrimmage. That was great pursuit by Ethan Denninger. And probably the Warriors are luckily... That wasn't for a four- or five-yard loss. It's a gain of one in the end, just shy of the 45-yard line of Mason. Yeah, nice job for Goichet, the senior quarterback, to just make an experience play. He evaded three guys in the pocket there, and he's able to avoid a sack and actually make one yard out of that play and lift the puck out of the So very experienced senior play there for the quarterback, Goichet. Labrezzi is out, down is in, slot right. Lacanaria to the far side in front of the Mason bench there. Goychek loses his towel from behind as he hands it off to Ray up the left side. Ray's got a first down to the 35, well into Mason territory to the 20, and finally tripped up at the 12 or so yard line. That was some nice scrambling action by Nolan Ray. Look for a lot of that here tonight. game that Mason has for Brother Rice's receivers that kind of allowed that play to be wide open there. You know, Nolan Ray, he's able to exploit those holes because those safeties are so deep because they're expecting a pass on that play. 
Left to right, move these Brother Rice Warriors. They're up to the Mason 16-yard line already with 9-10 left to go in to score this first quarter. Goychek in the gun. He has three wide. Has it in the shotgun here. Hands it off right side. Ray is going to move around the 13-yard line. Five on first down. That spot wasn't as healthy as we first thought on that first down carry by Ray. Nonetheless, the drive started on the 18 of the series, I should say. Now this is up to the 14. Call it second and more than like six in that case. Very nice job out of Mason defense there to, to bottle up the speed through Ray on that play. They're going to have to do a lot more of that tonight because he's going to see a lot of carries. Second down and six from the Mason 14-yard line here. Goychek checks his play, communicates left and now right to the line. Has the snap, face mask high. Goychek up the middle, has the 10-yard line. Up to the five, powering himself for a first down, looking like Hunter Polanyi there. He does that very well. Goychek is more of a passer. A little bit different here today. So you can tell that the experience that he's got throughout the year, you know, he didn't start off the season as a starter, but he's coming in and he's making some winning plays so far on this first drive. He's sustaining this first drive for Brother Rice. 8.06 left to play here in the first quarter. We're still scoreless. Brother Rice trying to change that with a first down and goal from the six in between the hash marks. Go with a little jumbo package here with uh, Ray actually taking a wildcat snap here. And Xavier Bowman to his right hip to block, and Ray spinning his way near the goal line to the one he barrels, and that is just shy. And I would not be surprised to see them bring that same formation right back out here, put Nolan Ray out there, put Eric Daughtry, that great lead blocker, right there at that wing position, and follow him right into the end zone. So 7.25 left to play in a second down and goal situation from the one on the near hash. Brother Rice has Ray again in the gun with Bowman to his right hip. And Ray going to take him and lost it lost a couple yards. The Mason fans roaring below us. That's a great play. That's not a really good runner. It's third and goal. Great job by Mason's defense there. Just selling out to stop the run. You know when Nolan Ray is in the game that and he's in the game at quarterback. They're looking to run the ball. I haven't seen, I don't think we've seen any pass attempts from him thus far this season. So that's good scouting on the part of Mason and their defensive staff. Ray back out there in the Wildcats. They're back to the four-yard line. Third and goal from there. Ray has it. Off the shotgun. Rolls right into the end zone. Easy walk in. Cruising. Touchdown for the Warriors. And they will roar below us. They lead it 6 nothing with 6.38 left to play in the first. Yeah, that outside zone play out, out of that uh, that Wildcat set for Brother Rice is nearly unstoppable. Getting over Ray, a guy with serious speed back there at quarterback, an amazing offensive line blocking in front of him. Easy touchdown every time they run the play. Oh, and Party, who missed three extra points last week, will zoom this one through. Makes no question whether the Warriors would be leading 7 nothing, half of a quarter to go in Heights University. Find out more at Zoom.com.au. Back with more of the first quarter after this here on the Patriot. Season 8 of the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by the Student Connection and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. 
Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to Jeremy Otto. Six minutes and 38 seconds left to play in quarter number one here. 7-0 the lead for the Warriors. A very methodical quick drive for Brother Rice. Ends in a wildcat touchdown to the right side in the hands of Ray. It was the third time in a row they ran that play. And, I mean, if you're going to keep it in the hands of a guy three times in a row, Ray is one. Get to that in a second. Kickoff spirals to the nine-yard line here. Mason takes it out to the 20, galloping up to the 28-yard line on the far side. And decent field position for Mason to begin their first drive of the game. But going back to that last drive for Brother Rice, pretty impressive, don't you think? Yeah, I think on that last drive, you know, we saw a healthy dose of Nolan Ray, which is one of those keys to victory every time you see this Brother Rice football team. High formation here, two wide receivers left, one to the far side. Mason quarterback under center here, looking to hand it off to the right side, to the 30-yard line, up to the 20 or the 32 on the far side, I beg your pardon. And that's a solid gain of four to make it second and eight. And that's where I, that's where I worry about the Mason offense. If they're not able to piece together a first down on this drive and put together a touchdown, it could become a very long day for them early. Second down and six from the far hash. They move right to left here. Mason with an inside handoff. Look, they'll move it to the far side. That's Henninger stretching out, and they're going to give him that first down. A healthy spot just side of the 40-yard line to the 39 as they march towards Warrior territory. A good start for a team that likes to run the football quite a bit. Yeah, Mason, Mason absolutely loves to run the football, and their key today, you know, going to have to be running the ball right up the middle because Brother Rice is very good about stopping the run to the outside. and So their strength here is going to be running right up the middle like we saw in those first two plays of the draft. First down and 10. The football up to the 38-yard line on the far hash. Four wide here for Mason. Going to hand it off to the right. Martel has nowhere to go. He's absolutely bottled up behind the line of scrimmage as the Warriors pounce on him all the way back to the 34-yard line. going to be a loss of about six on the play. And that's, that's exactly what I, what I mean right there. Brother Rice, they're going to stop you on the outside run very often. That's just the way their defense is set up in that 4-3 scheme that they have. So running the ball up the middle is going to be huge for Mason today. Those jet sweeps, I don't think they're going to have much success today. Second down and about 15. The football back to the 34-yard line of Mason here. Running out of the eye. They'll do that quite a bit. Mostly a power eye for them. Three wide. Taking the handoff. Coming out of center there as well. Passing it down the field for the first time. So they jumped all the far side. He caught it. But was he out of bounds? He was. 
pretty nice snag on the far side. Decent coverage by the Warriors to make that tough, at least, for Mason. Yeah, that's a heck of a catch by Derek Bashley, the sophomore receiver there. He really got both of his feet in bounds, but just an inch away from keeping both feet down. But amazing catch nonetheless. Four minutes and 26 seconds left to go in the first. Seven-nothing Warriors here. Third down and 15 for the Mason 34-yard line for that spot. Four wide, well, in the gun for the first time today. Claps. It's a hard cut. Claps again. He's got the snap. Has Martel to his right. The running back makes the catch. Hits the line of scrimmage. Got to be careful on the far side there. Late hit territory. I think it's clean, though, at the 35-yard line. And he gains a couple more yards. Yeah, that's a huge hit by Brother Rice. But once again, doing what they excel in, stopping any plays that are going to the outside with great leverage, keeping everybody in the backfield where they want to Clock down to 422. They'll be forced to punt it away in a fourth and 14 from their own 35-yard line here. Dowd is back deep at the 30-yard line in his own territory here for Brother Rice. The wind ripping in the opposite direction to him. Here's a spiraling punt to the 36-yard line. Dowd takes it in stride. He's got a 40 hard hit at the 46-yard line. There's a flag that comes down right around where he was stopped inside Brother Rice territory, or Mason territory, I should say, at the 48-yard line. The flag is down at the 47, the edge of the LTU logo there at midfield. Four minutes and nine seconds left to play here in quarter number one. Back with more after this here on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Attention Realtors, are you sick and tired of working with a lender that you can't get a hold of? Are you and your clients tired of waiting 30 days or more to close? Your lender is an extension of you, and they value the work you do for their clients as well. At Mid Mortgage Lending, you can expect consistent closings in 14 days or less. Their rates are great, but their service is even better. Check out their five-star Google reviews and see how Mint Mortgage Lending can help you grow your business and help your clients get their keys without any headaches. NLMS 1723481. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at odyssey.com today. to Lawrence Sack. We apologize for our technical difficulties. It's third down and seven for the Warriors as this football is bottled back all the way at the 38-yard line. Back down by this Mason defense as they make an incredible stand. It's going to be fourth down and 13 back to the 37-yard line and the Warriors will be forced to punt it away in a fourth or three and out. G. Coulter, who we talked about earlier 
is back with this team punting only. Talented quarterback, baseball player as well. Heading to play Division One baseball next year. This punt will lollipop in to the 25-yard line as it flows back to Page. Page returns it at the 16, scrambles to the 20, up to the 23-yard line, and a good job of the Gunners there for the Warriors to quickly bottle him down. So that is where Mason will start their second drive. Not a lot of success on their first drive overall, trailing 7 to nothing in this game, but let's see if they can switch it up a bit here. We saw Nick Wells, the young sophomore quarterback out there, six foot tall, 160 pounds. He has been the starting quarterback for most of the year. It's a triple system, if you want to call it that. The young freshman has been up on the varsity team for the past few weeks, especially here in the playoffs. It was actually down with a broken, I believe, lower half. can't remember exactly what it was, foot or leg, but nonetheless, he is ready to go. Three wide for Mason. It is Wells back out there again in the I formation. Wells has the under center snap there as this one is running to the right side up to the 26-yard line for a gain of two. It's second and seven. I saw run just right up the middle, double team on the nose tackle, try to plow out some yardage for, for the offense here. Two minutes and seven seconds left here in the first quarter. Seven nothing is the lead for the home brother rice warriors. Second down and call it seven from their own twenty seven. And it's a direct QB run off the right side. This is the guy that likes to do that. Landon Piper gonna take it nearly for a first down. He does get it up to around the thirty two. Did a nice job to move the chains for Mason. That's how their offense is. You know, it's not flashy. It's not all the way down the field in one play. But it's just straight grinding the ball down. And that's what they did on three three straight downs there against the Rice defense. First down and 10. The football up to the 33-yard line on the far hash. Really big first down for this Mason team trying to establish something on offense. A.J. Martell now lines up as a wide receiver left. And it looks like they're going to go with a single back behind the quarterback here, who is Nick Wells. Back and he's more of the throwing guy. Actually, he's going to shift to the shotgun formation. Single running back to his right hip. That would be Pfeiffer. We have a pre-snap penalty coming in with the clock stopped at 104 remaining here in quarter number one. And it goes against Mason. Yeah, and I think they were setting up for, for their big pass there trying to bring the running back on a wheel from the backfield. So look out for that if you're Brother Rice. First and 15 with one minute and four seconds left to play in the first quarter. 7 nothing, Brother Rice. Man in motion to the far side out of the shotgun. Well passes. Wells looks to run immediately. And he is stopped by that defensive front for the Warriors. They have a really good group up there, and that shows off for the men in orange and black here tonight. You can tell Brother Rice's defense just lives to stop the run. So, the Mason, the team who loves to run the football, just makes for such an interesting matchup the rest of this game. 34 seconds. Lots of play in the first quarter. Maybe a couple more plays left. It's a second down and 15 all the way back to the Mason 28-yard line. They fake it to the man in motion. That's A.J. Martell. And to keep it on the ground and 
spinning off that football is 14 Bushy. So Bushy has switched his number on us. We have a, a five on the roster, 14 on the jersey. Aside from calling this game on a cell phone, that's not something we needed right now. <laughs> Third and eight up to the 35-yard line. In between the hash marks here, and that is actually going to end our first quarter of action. 7 nothing, the lead for the Brother Ice Warriors. Back with the second quarter after this here on the Patriots. Everyone, Matt Corvath, boys varsity basketball coach at Divine Child. Mitt Mortgage Lending is happy to be back again this year as a sponsor of Catholic League High School Football. Whether you are a first-time homebuyer, need a refinance, or a veteran looking for a home loan, you know you can trust Mitt Mortgage Lending with your financing. Go to Google, type in Mitt Mortgage Lending, and check out our five-star reviews and see for yourself. NMLS 1723481. Listen to WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, Detroit, at odyssey.com today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League with 10 branch locations, a full-service online team, a highly highly rated mobile app, great loan rates. Alliance Catholic Credit Union can be your financial guardian angel. You can join online in just minutes. When you do, use code JOIN20. Again, that's code JOIN20 for a $20 deposit into your account. Just visit AllianceCatholic.com to get started. Again, that's AllianceCatholic.com. And it looks like we have a quick timeout on the Brother Rice side here. 12 minutes set on the clock here to start this second quarter, the first timeout we've seen. We probably won't see a lot of timeouts unless it's really necessary in weather like this. Yeah, not exactly. With that timeout score right at the start of the quarter, you know, they just had a little bit of time between quarters to kind of talk strategy, but Coach Steele felt it was necessary to call his timeout here. The Brother Rice huddled up on the near sideline, right in front of us, around the 40. On the other side, on the 30, Mason huddle up. A smaller roster size for this Mason squad here today, despite playing in Division Three, but they battled and battled this season and put together one of their best, certainly in program history. They've had a couple undefeated regular seasons the last couple of years, and they lost some key seniors coming into this season. But like we said on the pregame show, they maybe didn't expect to compete at this level, at least with all these sophomores doing a good job trying to stick into this game as well with a state of Michigan power, not just this year, but overall in the vast history of Michigan high school football. Jumbo package here. This looks like Catholic League football. Three men in the backfield for Mason. They have a third down and eight from their own 35-yard line. Now they spread out. Five wide receivers with an empty set, as well as has the football. He's going to run it, 
at the 35-yard line. He still needs about four more to get a first down. He stopped at the 40, but they're going to be about three shy of the first down markers. Decision time, but I don't think it'll be too hard. Just down 7 nothing with 15 seconds kicked off here in the second quarter. Yeah, if you're Mason, you just continue to trust your defense. They've done well so far in this game. Just tried to trick Brother Rice on that, on that uh, previous play there, starting off in that jumbo package and then motioning out to a complete empty set. So, Dowd is back for this one on the 27-yard line. Wobbling punt. Fair catch as he waggles his right arm in a circular motion at the 24-yard line, and that is where Brother Rice... They scored in their first possession. It was a pretty methodical counter drive. It ended in a Nolan Ray keeper out of the Wildcats on the right side. They had run that play three straight times. And we talked about it earlier. If you're going to run a play three straight times in the same fashion in that way, Nolan Ray is probably the guy you want with the football as they trot back out there the offense up 7 nothing with 11-14 to go here in the second quarter. Moving right to left. Garrity, the tight end, is the last man out there. Three wide for the Warriors in orange today as Goychek has his arms extended in the gun. Hands it off down the middle, and they're going to scamper forward for a couple of yards up to the 27th. You can see the game plan very clear for Mason is to stop Nolan Ray by any means. Make someone else, make Goychek beat you as a passer versus letting Nolan Ray beat you as a runner. That is the game plan for Mason today. It's actually a gain of four. He got a healthy spot up to around the 28-yard line in between the hash marks. More shaded to the far side with 10:41 left to play in the second. Gary in motion, the tight end to the right side of the line to block possibly here for Ray. It's a low snap on the turf, picked up by Goitzek, scrambling. He is sandwiched back for a big-time sack all the way at the 20-yard line. That's where forward progress will give him. Great job by Mason. That's Caleb Beerish. A guy they like at the linebacker spot, the young sophomore, makes a huge play here in the regional final. Yeah, you, just, you see a lot of young players, sophomores, freshmen, making plays for the Mason football team. That bodes well for their future. That bodes well for them here tonight. These guys are playing fearless. Third and 15 from the Brother Rice 20-yard line here. Shifting around personnel. Already up 7 nothing here in the second. Rewind for the Warriors. Goychek hands it off or fakes it off with Gray. Throws it deep down the field. Has Bowman there trying to separate inside Mason territory at the 45-yard line. He nearly did it at the top side of his arch-stretched left hand, and the Warrior faithful wanted a pass interference call. Instead, Brother Rice will have to punt it away. Yeah, and Coach won't be happy about him. Bowman, that is, going out with just one hand. We've seen him make some one-handed catches throughout the season so far. But on that one, I know Coach Wish he went out and tried to get it with two. I think he's telling them about it on the sideline right now. Colin Page is back deep to receive this football just barely in his own territory at the 48-yard line here. High snap. Handled fine by Jake Coulter, nearly blocked. Punt will fly to the 45-yard line, spiraling back. And, boy, <laughs> Colin Page wants nothing to do with that football as it rolls past the 40 and all the way back to the 37-yard line. He backpedaled and backpedaled away from that, says, I do not want any part of that. And with 9.34 left to play here in quarter number two, Mason will get the football back with their best field position yet, down 7 nothing. 
Yeah, and that was a quick three and out for Brother Rice's offense. You're going to have to start getting things going again because clearly the pass game isn't their strength at the moment. Nine minutes and 34 seconds left to play in the second quarter. Brother Rice up 7-0. Four wide here for Mason. They scrim his left to right here in the second. Bobble snap again by Wells. He is smacked back to the turf at the 29-yard line. Good job by Brother Rice to get some extra lost yardage on top of that. It's the second Aaron snap we've seen by both of these two teams here today. Think of a hit by the Brother Rice defensive end there. Coming off the edge. Right as soon as he saw that ball hit the ground as a fumble, he was on, he was on the ground. And nearly a turnover by the rest to get the ball back there. Second down and 16 to go. The football spotted back at the 32-yard line of Mason. They will hard count here and take a long look to the far sideline here for the secondary play call. Four wide for Mason. Another clap and the quarterback has the snap here. Moves right side. That's Bushy. Bushy up to the 36-yard line. And he is going to gain close to what is the original line of scrimmage. He needed around the 38 and got the 37 and a half. And with 8.30 remaining here in the second quarter, it's got a big third down coming up. Third down and 11. Yeah, these third downs are coming quick. Either one of these teams can seem to get it, get it to a Coming personnel in and out here. Caleb Parrish is into the ball game and in as a wide receiver to the far side. Nick Wells back out there, the throwing quarterback. He's in the empty set with five wide. Trip to the left. Clap, hands the shotgun snap. Fades back left about 10 yards. Looking for somewhere to throw on the run. Great throw and catch if he was inbound. That's the midfield stripe, but they say he was out of bounds. That was Caleb Parrish in the area, and that would have been quite the snag for a first down and two more yards, but instead Mason has to punt it away. Wow, and I thought he brought that ball down in bounds, but the rest had the best view, and they made the ball there, caught him out of bounds. Really good catch there. You'll need one foot here in high school and college. <laughs> you nearly was trying to drag two feet over there, but couldn't keep one in. As Mason will send their punter back deep at the 22-yard line. Lollipop snap and a same type of kick ranges high, but not far. Just past midfield, it'll roll out of bounds into the Brother Rice bench at the 44-yard line in nearly their own territory. They have a 7 nothing lead with just under eight minutes left to go here in the second quarter. Ever since that first drive, a have not really been able to establish this offense still. It's a defensive showdown for, for both of these teams here. From the 43-yard line here, and running that to the right is Nolan Ray. I saw a heavy dose of Ray early on. Not a lot since the first touchdown he scored, but so far he's made the difference in this game, 7-0. Yeah, they're getting back to those outside zone stretches. And I, I think those plays have the best advantage for Brother Rice against the defense. 
just over seven minutes left to play here in this first half. The Warriors up 7-0 here, and they're going to keep it up the middle. That's Ray who has it, and Ray is going to gain about five yards inside Mason territory there at the 49-yard line. It's second down and five. Give them a little bit more there. It's actually third down and more like three up to the 49. The positive territory for this Brother Ice offense. Up 7-0 already. They got four wide. Goichek, arms extended in the gun. Has Ray to his left hip. As a shotgun snap, belly button high. Goichek going to fade it out near side as Garrity at the 25-yard line. Hansy there between him and the Mason defender. And he could not make the catch. It's dropped. And again, this Brother Ice faithful up in arms that there was no pass interference call. Caleb Parrish was doing quite a bit of tugging on the near side. What do you think, the former wide receiver? I think that was a good no call by the refs there. You know, it's playoff football. It's high school. Let the guys play a little bit. And there was no egregious pass interference on that play. So. Very good. So Jake Coulter back in to punt this football away here. Coulter ranging back to around the 37-yard line. Fourth and three. It's spotted on the 49. Brother Rice didn't have enough men on the field. Zach Moritis had to rush his way into the middle of the LTU logo there. Coulter awaiting the long snap. His right foot in front of the other. Now evens him out as he receives it. High spiraling punt. About his... High as the middle of the big building on the far side as that one is taken on a fair catch at the 20-yard line with six minutes left to play here in quarter number two. It's 7-0, Brother Rice Mason with the football when we get back. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. nothing the lead for the brother rice warriors here just had to punt the football back again to mason they take it on the 25 yard line the first play of this drive goes not as the penalty flag was thrown before it happened so 606 left it's a first and 15 for a false start back to the 20 yard line in between the hash marks here four wide for mason haven't had a lot of success throwing the football here today but some close calls overall. Wells, not out there. It's Bushy in the gun as he takes it. He's the running quarterback over the right side. Gains all that lost yardage back. Looking for a first down on the sudden. He's across the 30-yard line, up to the 32 on the far side. And he's just a couple yards shy of the first down. So all things considered, after a penalty, not too bad, Dylan. Well, the Mason's football team is 
showing some grit and determination thus far in this game. And they embody what November football is all about. They're showing it here. Second down and three under six minutes left to play here in quarter number two. Seven, nothing the lead for Brother Rice. The football up to the 32-yard line on the far hash. Mason moving left to right. They bunch together before they bark out the play call here. The fullback is literally on the back of the left guard there, and Bushy's going to take the direct snap out of the gun and be bottled up for a loss of two back to the 30-yard line. Kind of looked like a broken play. Didn't exactly maybe know what they were going with there. Right, and there's Eric's daughter there in the backfield just wreaking havoc as he does so often. And they're going to they're gonna be a lot of broken plays whenever – you got Eric's daughter playing the, the nose tackle right in front of you. So that brings up third and a long five back from the Mason 30-yard line here. Three wide as Mason moves left to right. They're back to the I formation under center. Extra beat for Wells. As he's going to sling it near the first down sticks, and they make the catch for a first down, in fact, up to the 36-yard line here in between the hash marks. Nice job to convert it for Mason. Just trying to get something rolling here with five minutes to go in the second quarter with Brother Race up 7-0. That's a heck of a form tackle there by Langston Nevels, the junior defensive back. That's how you do it. Head on the outside, hit him with the shoulder, Don't no contact with the head or neck region, and... That's exactly what you want to see there. First down and 10. The football up to the 36 here. Mason still under center. It's Wells in at quarterback again as he hands it off to the left. They're going to gain about a couple yards up to the 39-yard line. That's their principal back, A.J. Martell. There's Jackson Manelli, the senior linebacker there once again for another stop. Martell came in with nearly 1,500 yards this season, 180 carries, 23 touchdowns. He's been a beast for this Mason team, and he is just a young sophomore. Second and seven from the 39 of Mason here. They delay and a quick toss to the backfield to Martell. They want to get him going along the outside. Good sniffing action by Brother Ice, though. Ethan Swider was low. He didn't make the tackle, but it helped in the end, it was, uh, did you see who wrapped him up finally? It'll be a third down and six up to the 40 in the end. No, but Ethan Swider, he's the guy who made that play all possible. You know, they ran that toss play to the boundary side. He's the boundary side corner. As soon as he saw that toss, forgot about any pass responsibility he had and came and stopped the running back. Would have been a TFL if he could have got him cleanly, but slowed him down just enough for everybody else in the pursuit to make the tackle. Three wide here for Mason. They're back in the I formation again with Nick Wells under center. Wells is back to pass. Stripped the football. Loose on the turf at the 35-yard line. A bunch of bodies trying to scramble and bear hug that football on the carpet here. And Brother Rice all pointing as if they have it. But it looks like Mason may have maintained possession somehow behind the original line of scrimmage at around the 33-yard line. So big sigh of relief. That would have been a first down and 10 for the Warriors on the Mason 32. Instead, they'll try to punt it over to the other side as their punter lines up at the 20. And no one else other than Zachary Moritis coming on the blind side 
delivering a bone-crushing hit to the quarterback, forcing a fumble, and nearly getting a turnover, but just as good enough getting it down to fourth down here for Brother Rice. Long snap is low. The kick is spiraling to the far side to turn over down as he looks to reverse field. At the 25-yard line, he took it. Now reverses again to the hash marks, to the numbers, down to the 40-yard line, to the 45. What a pursuit by Dowd. Zigzagging one way, the other way, and in the end, he makes something out of nothing as the Warriors will take it at midfield. Wow, Brandon Dowd. Just look at him switch switch the field. Kind of reminds me of my, my old days watching the highlights and seeing Reggie Bush just reversing the field at will, taking it with speed, running past guys. Almost took that one to the house on that play, but took it to midfield and a great return for Brother Rice, getting them some great field position to, to start this drive here. Those killer Reggie Bush cuts, huh? <laughs> right, just still see memories of that every day. 2-13 left to play here in the first half. 7 nothing Warriors as they run onto the field here. And with that in mind, and Mason seeing their defense play quite a bit already in this first half, they want to step aside. We'll take it with them. 7 nothing the lead for the Brother Rice. These two teams talk it over and decide what they want to do with two minutes left in this first half when we get back. The CHSL Football Game of the Week is brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at odyssey.com today. Brother Rice has the football at the 48-yard line of their own territory. Already up 7-0 with 2 minutes and 13 seconds left to go here in the first. That one dropped by Goichek on the shotgun snap, and he doesn't have a lot of ways to go. He looks right, then left, and the end smacked down for a 1-yard loss at 2nd and 11. Yeah, we're up here in the booth fighting the elements a little bit, and I think they are on the field as well. Second fumble snap for Goichek. And this wind is picked up. It's freezing cold out here because of the wind as well. And Nolan Ray is now taken down for about a four or five-yard loss back to the 43-yard line. We're on top of the booth. We got our headsets back, so that's a good thing. But the wind is ripping this tents around us, which technically has sides. Lacanaria with a forced pitch out in front makes the catch to the 45-yard line. There's a flag all the way in the backfield right around where could be a hold, a block in the back. He made his way inside Mason territory. Just a yard shy of the first down, albeit up to the 43, but that is likely coming back against the Warriors. Yeah, and that hurts for Brother Rice. I know it hurts for, for Cole Lacanaria. You know, he got hit pretty hard, made something out of nothing on that shuffle pass there, but unfortunately for Rice, it's coming back. Still a minute 29 to go in this quarter. I see Rice is trying to execute quickly. But they don't need to rush just yet. You know, it's only 50 yards till, till they get to the end zone. But now they're about 15 yards back after that on that penalty. Did you see what it was there, Jeremy? I did not. I'm going to guess block in the back. It's a pretty long distance mark off here to the 34-yard line. Third and a mile. They call it 34. And now Brother Rice shifting around. Are they going to punt it here on third down again? We saw them do that. 
what, in week three or four against Steve LaSalle? Yeah, we did see them do that. And I, and just as a fan, I was a little bit frustrated to see them punt the ball on third down when they still have a chance to score. You know, it's third and 24. They can easily turn this to four down territory if they if they like to. Or they could just go to one of those options on the outside that they have. You know, they could split out Nolan Ray into the slot. They have a lot of different weapons and different options that they could go ahead and, and try to get the yardage on this play. Even if they go to one of those screen plays to, to Ray or to one of the receivers that they like so much, just give it a try. I, I'd much rather see that than, than a punt here on third down. So the offense is back out there. And guess who's at quarterback? It's Jake Coulter, unless he is, in fact, punting it away. Coulter would have been the starter if it wasn't for injury at the beginning of the year. Decided not to play football at first, but is back out there. He's got four wide. Trips to the right, one to the near side with a minute 21 left to go in a 7-0 second quarter. Coulter, much taller than Goychek. He looms to the left of the smaller running back, I guess, in Nolan Ray, but that doesn't affect his play at all. So the trips to the right is in a triangle. They had some extra figuring out to do before they were allowed to take the snap. It's third and 34 with Coulter out there. Jake leans in, has it. Letter high, fades a long spiraling pass. It's picked off at the 40-yard line. He's got a lot of daylight as well. Inside Brother Rice territory at the 40 now to the 30. And finally spiraled out of bounds. What a play by Colin Page. He was wide open. Looked like the intended target that time. Yeah, and it looked like they tried to get it deep. So one of their great receiving threats out there brought in Coulter. Sometimes he he does that emergency punt where they kind of shift into the punt formation from a regular shotgun. That time, it looks like they just brought him in because they think he's the better passer. But he came into this very cold game, not warmed up, and first pass, first interception to Mason. Great play. How do you spell cold? S-O-U. I'm not going to embarrass myself. I was going to try to spell (laughs) Southfield, but I might make it wrong here as I'm chattering. Trips to the left, one to the near side. Back with the pass is their passing quarterback as well. Wells hits his man on a slant up the middle. They get a first down pass to 20, stretching the defense out to the 15, and finally stretching it one more time to the 12. Yeah, what a turn of events there for for Rice. Hey, maybe they should have went for the third down punt there, right? (laughs) That's Badgley who made the catch. And now, just outside of a goal situation, it's first down and 10 from the 12-and-a-half-yard line. Just over a minute left. Mason trying to tie the score before the end of the first half. Wells in the shotgun, a running back to his right hip, and he trips as he took that football. It was Martel, their top guy. Really hasn't been able to get loose much here today, Dylan. Yes, tough getting loose against this defense, but this here is looking like the drive that they have a chance to make something happen. If they make something happen in terms of scoring a touchdown in the next 30 seconds before it goes to halftime, look out, Brother Rice. Look out. Four wide for Mason here. Wells back in the gun. Martell to his right. Claps has the snap. Knee high. Fades it left side of the end zone. Jump ball. Stretches out that tall right hand. It's incomplete. A single man in coverage back there for the Warriors as well. Look like Jaden Johnson. Yeah, Johnson's made Johnson's made a few plays out there for Rice all season long in coverage. That time, one-on-one in the end zone with the best receiver for Mason, and he's able to, to come up and win his one-on-one battle. 
Third down and 11 to go. 19 seconds left to play here in the second quarter. 7-0 Warriors. Mason trying to change that. They scrimmage from their own 13-yard line. Four wide as Wells takes the shotgun snap. Fades back. Single man in pressure. That's going to be a late hit. A late hit on the quarterback is going to give them a first down as they made the catch on top of that inside the 10 to the 8-yard line, and Wells is still down and limping at the 27-yard line. Yeah, and that's just something you can't do. That's going to tack on 15 yards to the end of that play, and that's very detrimental for Rice. It's going to put them right in the red zone, right in the goal line, close to scoring a touchdown. There's just 12 seconds left to go in this quarter here. Roughing the passer, the official call, but, you know, same difference. Personal foul, half the distance to the goal in this scenario will give them a first and goal with 12 seconds left to play in the first half. Mason trying to tie this game up and pull off an offset here on the road. And it looks like they'll burn a timeout to talk things over here. We'll take it with them. 12 seconds left to go in the first half. 7-0 Warriors on the Patriot. And we're going to keep it here. Beg your pardon. Jeremy Otto alongside Dylan Dixon to bring the call here today on WDTK Detroit. Fans bundled up for this one. I have a glove that should be on my hand, but it's hard to shuffle papers with gloves. It's literally sticking to the fence with the wind current that's coming from behind us that's billowing the back wall of the tent up. That's your up-to-date conditions and what it's like here on the top of the press box. <laughs> yeah, with us being so high in the air, I, I know this is making it a lot worse for us up top. This tent isn't helping much either. <laughs> first and goal from the five. 12 seconds left to go here in the first half. 7 nothing the lead for the Warriors at the moment. Mason trying to charge into that. Four wide. Bushy out there, chucking it to the left side. Touchdown, Mason! Completes into the arms of Caleb Parrish. That was actually the young freshman. Kasson Carswell makes this game an extra point away from tying things up. Yeah, Kasson Carswell, he's absolutely a playmaker. He's only showing six foot one, 145 on the roster, but he has a nice frame that he's going to be able to grow into. And you can see the athleticism and the trust that the team has in them to throw them a fade route when they need a touchdown here. And here we are with the game tied up right before half. It's a ball game now. Oh, the extra point's no good. It looked pretty oh. good, but it faded to the left as the official under the far upright confirmed that it was no good. So that will keep it a one-point lead for Brother Rice. A little bit more on the young freshman Carswell, you mentioned 6'1", 145 pounds. They thought maybe he could play varsity right away. He started on JV. They, frankly, didn't want to get him hurt. They were playing hold a Division One school in Week 2, so they said, let's keep him down on JV. They intended to bring him up against St. John. So he played. They told the, the JV coach, look, we're going to bring him up. You get him for one more quarter in the JV season. They're going to bring them up after one quarter because there's a quarters rule now here in Michigan High School football. I believe he can play a total of five is, is the case. You don't see it coming to impact that much, especially for teams playing at this point. But anyway, hopefully he only plays one quarter. He breaks his leg, of all things, 
out until the playoff starts back now and seeing some reps in a huge time game trying to beat a huge program in Brother Rice. He can tell stories on day's end if he throws a couple more touchdown passes and leads this team to victory. Nine seconds left to go in the first half. Seven to six to lead for Brother Rice as this punt is going to bounce at the 25-yard line here. Returnable for the Warriors as it's taken back to the 28 in between the numbers and the hash marks, and that is what will be first down and 10 for Brother Rice. Will they do much? You wouldn't think so. Maybe try to bust a big run off of Ray. He's certainly capable of taking it 80 yards as time expires. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, that definitely changed things right before halftime here. But I'd be surprised if we see anything more than just a, a simple knee down on this play. And that is exactly what they're looking to do here. Pinned back deep inside their own territory. You don't want another turnover to happen. That interception on the near side thrown by Jake Coulter set up what was the touchdown here for Mason. And they trailed just by one off a missed extra point, seven to six here at halftime. More when we get back on the Patriot. Season eight of the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by the Student Connection and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Bishop Foley Catholic is a co-ed college preparatory high school with a strong Catholic identity and long-standing traditions. Our students thrive spiritually, in the classroom, on the field, in the community. Bishop Foley Catholic is a family. We are proud of our 57 CHSL championships and 19 state championships. Go Ventures! Listen to WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, Detroit, at odyssey.com today. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. It's halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League with 10 branch locations, a full-service online team, a highly rated mobile app, and great low rates. Alliance Catholic Credit Union can be your financial guardian angel. You can join online in just minutes, and when you do, use code JOIN20. Again, that's code JOIN20 for a $20 deposit into your account. Just visit AllianceCatholic.com to get started. That's AllianceCatholic.com, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, is federally insured by the NCUA. Wow, what a tight game we have here at halftime. Some missed chances on offense on both sides with the huge story. I guess there's two huge stories. One very interesting one is that Jake Coulter took a snap at quarterback. I'm not sure he's done that 
this year. I have to double-check with the Brother Ace faithful, but he was listed just as a punter. Obviously, he was a quarterback in the past for this Brother Ice team and did a really good job. Some injuries keeping himself you know, kind of out of that position and just deciding maybe not to play football this year. A high, highly touted baseball athlete as well, but... Goychek struggling maybe a little bit in the eyes of Brother Rice, so they bring him in. He throws a pass, wobbling up in the air, was picked off at around the 35-yard line by Mason, setting up a drive that culminated in a score. And for them, what a story it is as well. Kaysen Carswell, the freshman, 6'1", 145 pounds, broke his leg at around the week five mark on the JV team. They intended to bring him up to the varsity level at that point, but obviously he was out until the start of the state playoffs as well, and now he's throwing a touchdown pass into the left side of the end zone to not his team nearly tied with Brother Rice. The extra point was missed and no good. There's another radio crew to our left that said, that extra point was good right at 7-7. I was like, no. They did rule it no good by the one official on the far post. So that is the story inside the story, I guess, that we could watch going forward the missed extra point, how much that could mean in a cold and blustery day. Every point is at a premium, as cliche as that sounds. A lot more coming up in our halftime report here on the Patriot. On the flip side, we'll talk with one of our fine members and sponsors of the Student Connection. Also have our Siena Heights University update. Take some looks around at what some other scores are around the state of Michigan in this regional final day as well. That more when we get back on the Patriot. CHSL Football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for Wayne State Warrior Football as the Warriors travel to Ferris State. It's all right here starting at 12.45 p.m. on AM 1400 and 101.5 FM, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. St. Catherine of Siena Academy in Wixon is an independent all-girls Catholic high school. St. Catherine offers students a comprehensive and rigorous college preparatory curriculum, as well as a vibrant spiritual life, competitive athletics, and many opportunities for service, leadership, and personal growth. SCA provides your daughter the freedom to grow authentically in her feminine genius. Join us at our next open house on November 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. Learn more at stcatherineacademy.org. S-A-I-N-T, catherineacademy.org. It's halftime of our CHSL football game of the week. Glad to be joined by one of our fine sponsors here today. Bridget Godvin is with us from the Student Connection. Bridget, how are you today? Good, thank you. 
Talking today about ACT, SAT, it's a hot-button topic, certainly in college admissions and preparing to go to college. At this point, a lot of people think that they don't have to take either test, but that's not maybe exactly true, right? No, it's not true. You need to carefully see what each university or college you're applying to accepts or the policy that they have stated. Some are test optional, which means they accept, but they do not require tests from applicants. Some are text flexible, which means it's test optional, but there's limitations on that test optional. Let's say they would require a grade point of 3.6. If you have a grade point of 3.2, you still have to submit a test or an advanced placement score or something other than just your grade point. And so I would say Michigan State is test optional. The University of Michigan would be what I'd consider text flexible. They will say you don't need to submit an ACT or SAT, but they're looking for something in place of that standardized test, like a high AP score. And in our last you know, talk with you, we also talked about filling in the gaps, and that's something, even if you don't plan on using this test, quote-unquote, for the next level, there's still useful skills that you gain out of taking a test like the ACT and SAT, right? Yes, I think studying for the ACT and or the SAT is necessary in high school because when you get to college, you will take tests, and the ACT and the SAT prepares you to learn how to read a complex multiple-choice question, how to figure out a story problem in math. So it prepares you for the next level of education. Also, the content that you're studying helps you know what to expect when you go into college as far as reading material and the level it will be at and the math that you're expected to know. Talking with Bridget Gobbin, the director at the Student Connection, one of our fine sponsors of the Catholic League Game of the Week. You can find out more about them at thestudentconnect.com. Something that you guys do really well is one-on-one tutoring, certainly, and with tests, that can be a huge thing. I think for test prep, it's essential to do one-on-one tutoring because each student learns differently. Each Each student or person has... Um, strengths and weaknesses, and we need to define those strengths and weaknesses and teach you how to use them to your advantage and to learn how to look for keywords, to learn how to guess on questions that you really don't understand and don't want to work on. So it's key for test prep to do it one-on-one something that a lot of people have, test anxiety. I think I probably even had it coming into the ACT back in high school. But don't be, you know, concerned with that. Seek out the help, right, to to try to relieve some of that stress. Right. And test anxiety will go away when you feel confident in the material, when you know how to approach a multiple-choice question, when you know how to look for the keywords in a complex reading passage. Also, the ACT and the SAT, you will only be successful if you practice, 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 and your anxiety goes away the more you understand the material and know the subject matter. You said a lot of things why the Student Connection can help you specifically, but I guess why the Student Connection over any other service similar? I think really it goes back to our one-on-one approach and learning 
each student and their strengths and weaknesses and helping them learn how they learn best. You can find out more at thestudentconnect.com. Again, that's thestudentconnect.com. You can give them a ring at 248-326-6034. That's Bridget Govin, the director at The Student Connection. Stick around. Halftime is over in just a little bit here on The Patriot. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. It's time to go inside the huddle with Siena Heights University football. Here's Doug Goodnow. Last week, Siena Heights University's football team lost to ninth-ranked Marion 28-6 in a Mid-State's Mid-East Division battle. Cole Merlin made 13 tackles to lead the defense. The Saints are now 4-5 and five on the season, including 3-3 three and three in the Mid-State's Mid-East Division. This week, the Saints host Taylor University for the final game of the regular season. Kickoff is at noon. A member of the NAIA, the Saints offer scholarships in athletics, academics, and the arts on our campus in Adrian, Michigan. To learn more about Siena Heights football and Saints athletics, visit shusaints.com. However, did you know that Siena Heights is one of the top online bachelor's degree programs in the nation? Siena Heights has been the top-rated online undergraduate program in Michigan for five consecutive years and is currently enrolling for its online graduate and undergraduate classes. To learn more about our award-winning Shoe Global programs, go to start.siennaheights.edu. That was a look at Siena Heights University football with Doug Goodnow. Stay tuned. The second half of our CHSL Game of the Week is next. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. Hugh Hewitt sees a bipartisan bill from Washington. The bipartisan infrastructure bill passed. Please understand, Joe Biden wants to say it's a big win for him. It's a bipartisan win. Uh, I would have voted for it in the United States Senate. We need roads and highways, especially the port money, because we've got to get serious about China here. It's not as big as Obama's stimulus bill was, and that disappoints Joe. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at odyssey.com today. Hey, it's Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. So thrilled to be in Detroit with all of my camp house buddies. Howdy, folks. It's Larry Weissoon, Mr. Whitetail. Hey, this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. God bless America. Good morning, everybody. It's Jace Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Billy, if you don't sit down, those ducks are never going to come in. <laughs> I'm professional angler, Kevin Van Dam. Billy, let's go fishing. Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Saturday morning at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. 
can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Seven to six is our halftime score. Mason just, just not able to tie it up before the half. 12 seconds left. Are able to get it into the left side of the end zone, though. Missed extra point. It was close. A lot of people thought it was good in and around the press box, but it wasn't the case. Just wide left. As we venture towards this second half, dealing your quick keys. Yeah, I thought first first half, I thought Brother Rice had a chance to run away with this game early. Mason said not so fast. They're playing great defense out here, and that's what they're going to have to do in the second half to keep this game the way that it is, continue to keep the game close. Neither one of these teams have been able to get much cohesion in terms of offense and, and moving the ball consistently. So whichever team's able to do that here in the second half, string together some drives, some first downs, eventually getting some touchdowns, that's going to be the team who's going to win. Well, people ask me, what's a credit union? I tell them the same as a bank, but it's not there to make a profit. And you're not a customer, you're a member with Alliance Catholic Credit Union membership. Like Faith. So in addition to having everything needed to manage your money, Alliance Catholic does things like sponsor the Catholic High School League, provide scholarships for Catholic students, offer a free financial literacy program to Catholic schools. Does your bank do that? Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You, become, you can become a member online in just minutes. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by the NCUA, 7-6, to six, our halftime score the second half when we get back. The CHSL Football Game of the Week is brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Join Sean Belegian and Josh Rennell for Wayne State Warrior Football as the Warriors travel to Ferris State. It's all right here starting at 12.45 p.m. on AM 1400 and 101.5 FM, The Patriot. Hugh Hewitt sees a bipartisan bill from Washington. The bipartisan infrastructure bill passed. Please understand, Joe Biden wants to say it's a big win for him. It's a bipartisan win. Uh, I would have voted for it in the United States Senate. We need roads and highways, especially the port money, because we've got to get serious about China here. It's not as big as Obama's stimulus bill was, and that disappoints Joe. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. The second half starts next. Attention realtors, are you sick and tired of working with a lender that you can't get a hold of? Are you and your clients tired of waiting 30 days or more to close? Your lender is an extension of you, and they value the work you do for their clients as well. At Mid Mortgage Lending, you can expect consistent closings in 14 days or less. Their rates are great, but their service is even better. Check out their five-star Google reviews and see how Mint Mortgage Lending can help you grow your business and help your clients get their keys without any headaches. NLMS 1723481. Let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth for the start of the second half. 
12 minutes on the clock for the third quarter, 7-6. The Brother Rice Warriors lead here just by a sliver. They'll kick it off right to left. Owen Party to do the honors here. Not much action for Party here today. He did make an extra point emphatically earlier after missing three last week. You could tell he was not about that. Spiraling kick that is going to stay in the air at the five-yard line. A returnable here for me. They've got the 20-yard line still on their feet to the 22, and that is where this Mason squad will take over. They'll move left to right here in quarter number three. They've been able to stick around offensively here today, Dylan. Yes, they have, and their defense is first to credit for keeping them in this game, but the offense came through on that last drive led by the quarterbacks, and it's going to take a strong running game, a few more of those big passing plays, but... Mason's in a position that they want to be. They're just down by one point, and they have the ball here. Three back sets for Mason here. Nick Wells, their original starting quarterback, is back out there under center. Stacked box for Brother Rice, as you'd expect with this formation here. Keeping it in the hands of A.G. Martell as he moves right up to the 24-yard line. Gains about a yard and a half. Moritis again with the stop. That's a key name here today for this Brother Rice defense. And Mason has some success just running the ball right up the middle in the first and second quarter here. But best believe that that, that Brother Rice defensive staff went into, went into the locker room and drew up some solutions to stop that. Second down and eight. Scrimmaging for the 24-yard line here in the near hash. And, wow, Martell tripped up in the backfield. Still able to move his feet a bit, but gaining maybe the original line of scrimmage that time. Brings up third and nearly nine with still just a minute surpassed here in the third quarter of action. Andrew Labar, that's another huge play for him in this game from his defensive end position. He's just a natural when it comes to running down those plays, and that time he dove out for the tackle for loss. He stepped in for Luke Sands, a big part of that defensive front early and often this season for Brother Rice. He's been out for the past couple playoff games. A big loss, certainly, for the Warriors. Four wide for Mason in their white and red uniforms here today. Wells takes the shotgun snap, faces a one-man blitz here, and had a chance to complete a first-down pass at the 35-yard line, but it boinks incomplete off his intended target, about 10 yards back to him nearly into their bench. It's fourth and ten. There's another three and out for Mason's offense. That's kind of been a story for both of these teams here. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Which team is going to be able to string together a couple first downs and, and have a good drive here? Brother Rice gets their chance next. Single man back at the 45-yard line here for Brother Rice. So punt is going to be driven from the 10 of Mason. Spiraling punt. Decent hang time. Returnable for Dowd. He turns the corner at midfield to the 40-yard line. Bounces to the 30. He's got open daylight to the 20, to the 10, into the end zone. There is a flag down all the way back at the 34-yard line. And that is likely coming all the way back. Yeah, and that's unfortunate for Braden Dowd. He's been showing out in the special teams department all game here terms of especially with the punt returns that time he made quite a few guys miss showed some amazing speed but it's coming back 
Clock in the back is the call against the return team, the Warriors there. 10.06 left to play in the third quarter. 7-6, the Brother Rice lead trying to add to that here. Boy, would they love to add to what feels like an uncomfortable one-point lead right now. Not much you can do with a one-point lead in football. <laughs> Unless you keep it right where it is, to 7-6. Yeah, and I'm sure Brother Rice wants to get some breathing room here. So they feel a little bit more comfortable. They're coming right back out with that Wildcat set with Nolan Ray. Braden Willis, the fullback, in a block for him to the left side. He runs that way. Ray to the 45-yard line to the 40. Scampers out at the 38, a couple yards shy of the first down. Driven out by Landon Pfeiffer there, the 6'2 senior. Talented guy, hard hitter on both sides of the ball. And Brother Rice's fans are looking for a flag for some for a late hit, unnecessary roughness there as they take Nolan Ray to start running back out of bounds, but they're not going to get on that play. Adam Korzanewski was listening to the official by the near side. He nodded, so decently okay with it. Second down and two from the Mason 39-yard line. Ray back to the Wildcat again. And another pre-snap penalty, this one against the Warriors for a false start. That's killer on what is a second down and shorts. Moves to a second and medium now, all the way back nearly to midfield at the 44. Yeah, mistakes are costing Brother Rice so far on this drive. First mistake, wiped the touchdown off the board, and now just nearly wiped off that first down big run. All the linemen and wide receiver crew checking their armbands for the play call here. Stick with the Wildcat. Second and seven from the 44 of Mason. Ray has it. Slithers to the 45, up to the 40, and still two yards shy of the first down. It'll be third and two with under 10 minutes to go in a 7-6 to six third quarter in favor of Brother Rice. Nolan Ray nearly picks up all the penalty yardage right back there. He shows some amazing vision. Instead of going to the outside, as he's done so so many times today, he cut that one up inside. They'll stick with the Wildcat for the third straight play. They did this and scored a touchdown earlier on the goal line. Ray has it right side. He's got a first down and more across the 35, explodes to the 25, and dragged out of bounds at the 22 or so yard line. They might mark it at the 24, actually, there as he tiptoed on the far side. But in the end, a nice run. By Ray, they kept with the Wildcat again for the third straight play, and it works out. Yeah, the Wildcats have been working for them. Why not just show who's the tougher football team here, get those big guys in and, and run, get Nolan Ray to run behind those guys. So Works pretty well on this drive so far. Goychek is back out there at quarterback in the pistol formation here, Ray behind him. Full back out there to the left to block. Ray receives the handoff from Goychek out of the gun, and he is brought down immediately. Looks like for no gain. Originally they were giving him a half yard, but they're going to move that spot back. Bottom of the pile that time for Mason was Martell and Hunter Lott. And Goychek coming right back out. He, he came in for one play. They had the same idea of getting the ball to Nolan Ray, and now they're just like, hey, just put Nolan Ray at quarterback and get the ball right to him instead of wasting time with a handoff. Second down and 10 from the Mason 24-yard line. 8.43 left to play here in the third. Ray, little offset snap, has it fine, and uh, 
now is going to stop, drop, and roll and dive at the 25-yard line. Looks like he was maybe tripped up, but that play didn't look like it had much yardage in it. It goes for a full-yard loss now, third and 11, coming up from the 25 on the near hash. Yeah, Mason's defense, give them credit. They know when, when Ray's out there, that most likely is going to be a quarterback or wildcat run, and that's what they're selling out to do. They're, they're just trying to stop that one particular play. Ray has Willis to his left, has the Wildcat snap again, farms up the middle, some space there, near first, down past the 20, keeps his legs moving past the 15. Wow, that was all Nolan Ray. He powered it all the way to the 11-yard line, a first down plus about four yards, and it didn't even look like five was going to become easy on that one. Right, Nolan Ray has some serious balance to go along with vision, speed, toughness. He's able to spin around after it looks like the defender is going to bring him down with one arm. He just spins right out of that arm tackle. Gets the first down for Rice here. 7.40 remaining here in the third quarter. 7-6 to six for the Rice. Ray still out there. Bobbles a wildcat snap. Patty kicked it up. Still kept it inside the 10 trying to salvage something. He will gain a few yards. Nearly three. They mark him to the nine. It's second and a long seven. Yeah, and... If you're Rice, you're just thankful that Nolan Ray has a great set of hands on him because that snap was coming hot, and it could that could have been a, a catastrophic play for Brother Rice there. Nearly midway through the third quarter, Brother Rice trying to add to their one-point lead right now. Extra point missed by Mason on their last touchdown drive before the end of the first half. Ray still in the Wildcat, has it down the middle. Nolan gains the five to the four after an extra surge. He needs the two and a half for a first down. Instead, that's going to bring up third and short officially to the four in an official's timeout here. Are they looking at the spot of the ball, or is there an injured Brother Rice player? There's a Brother Rice player down on two knees at the 10-yard line. It looked like he was trying to get out of bounds, but he didn't make it there in the end as they check on him we'll step aside six minutes and 42 seconds left to play in the third quarter seven to six to lead for brother rice here on the patriot season eight of the chsl game of the week on the patriot is sponsored by the student connection and alliance catholic we have always believed that every child learns differently so we develop individualized plans for each student This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Third down and three from Brother Rice for the Mason five-yard line. They need the two and a half for a first down. Goychek back out there, Ray to his right hip. Goychek, arms extended and a short shotgun. No wide receivers are just tucked in tightly as Ray will take the handoff and gain the five. That's maybe a half-yard gain, pretty much the same situation. It's fourth and three. I'm telling you, when Brother Rice comes out with those jumbo sets, all tight ends, no receivers, Mason's defense is 100% selling out to stop that run. They're committing nine, ten guys to the box to stop the run every single time on that in that formation. Owen Party is into a tempo. It is about a 22-yard field goal here. 
The long snap is down. The hold is down. The kick is sailing up and good. Big time score for Brother Rice as they make this game 10-6 with a half of the third quarter to go. Brought to you by Siena Heights University. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. That was a much-needed drive to get some points on the board there for the Warriors, Dylan. Yeah, and if you're Mason, you're you're not too distraught about the way that drive went. Brother Rice kind of marched the ball all the way down the field on you, and then you're able to hold up as a defense and force them three points, keeps the game a one-possession ball game. You're happy with that if you're Mason, and you're coming out and you want to play some strong offense when you get the ball here. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Go to AllianceCatholic.com, open a new account, and you'll get 20 free dollars. Just tell them you're listening to the Catholic High School League Game of the Week. It's that simple. You can apply online and handle everything by phone, of course. They have 10 convenient branches to serve you. Find everything you need at AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Owen Party. The hero on the last play there is in to kick this football off. Angles it at the 40-yard line here. Five minutes and 41 seconds left to go in the third quarter. 10-6. to six. Now the Brother Rice lead. Party spirals this one back to the nine-yard line. Returnable for Mason. They've got the 20 to the 25, and Brother Rice shoving them back. Good special teams unit. The Gunners doing their job here. And that football going to be spun into the 26-yard line. So Mason on their second possession here in the second half looking to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah, and I was Chad Tellis on the special teams hit. Just trying to figure out who made that, that big hit on that on that kickoff. And it was Chad Tellis, the senior linebacker. So Mason has had better field position as this game has gone on progressively. Nothing too good so far. Their best, obviously, was on the interception that set up the only score of the ball game for them. Three wide. Wells back in at the shotgun position here as he hands it off up the middle. A solid gain of first down of eight as Martell gets himself to the 33. It's going to be interesting to see if Mason's going to elect to try to do the same thing Rice did on that last drive and just run the ball down the entire field or if they're going to try to go for, to their freshman receiver for a big play here. Second down and two, spotted on the 34-yard line here. Three wide again. Wells under center to communicate the play call with the offensive line here. Martell still to his right hip. Bobbled the snap. Looks like he wanted to run. Brother Rice trying to wrestle it away. It looks like they might have got it at the 32-yard line, and they sure do. The Warriors in their orange and black uniforms triumphantly rising their hands and pointing to the left end zone. As they've scooped up that fumble and talk about field position, they've got some great field position here thanks to, looks like, 45, Andrew LeBaire. We talked about him earlier. Yeah, LeBaire's been popping up on this field, just making some big-time splash plays all game, and none bigger than that one there as he gets the fumble recovery and gives his offense great field position to start this next drive here. The 6'1", 215-pound junior defensive lineman and fullback. Think about that coming at you at the fullback position. First down and 10 on the 32-yard line of Mason with under five minutes left. Brother Rice already with a 10-6 lead. Ray out of the Wildcat once again. He's going to hand it off to change things up. Was it D'Angelo who took that ball? 
it was. D'Angelo going to be taken down for a half-yard loss. Edinger making the stop. Good job by Mason to read that all the way. Different than what we've seen when Ray has been in the Wildcats so far today. Right, that's his first time handing the ball off. And as much as he plays wild, Wildcat quarterback, you wonder if Brother Rice, team known for a little bit of their trick ratio, if they have some type of pass play drawn out for him. Ray still out there. Hands it off to D'Angelo to the right side, and he is shoved back. And an extra shove after the play is over as well. Forward progress will give him a lot more than that looks. Dave Fanchar pushed him back all the way to around the 45-yard line to midfield. The line of scrimmage all the way up to the 33. They're going to say no gain officially on the play. It's third and 11 with the clock still moving at 3.50 to go. And Mason has some ball players out there, and they are showing up on this drive here. It's now third and 11. Mason's been very successful on this play, on this down and distance throughout the entire game. And it's an interesting drive. I think Brother Rice may finally go to their pass game here. Ray is still out there. He's actually going to hand it off for the third straight time to D'Angelo. He tries to turn the corner at the 32-yard line, and he is stopped. Yeah, D'Angelo with three straight carries there, and that's going to get you some, some frustrated fans, frustrated teammates there. You know, I know some of these guys out here, the receivers feel like they have an advantage, and I know they want to touch the ball, but it's just not in the game plan here so far. Three minutes left to go here in the third quarter, 10-6 to six for the Rice. Too long for a field goal, so they're going to stay out there and go for it. Ray and D'Angelo, still the two men in the backfield here. Ray leaning in for what would be a shotgun-looking-like snap. It's a four-wide set for the Warriors. And Brother Rice wants to talk this over further. Not a surprise. Big play here with two minutes and 43 seconds to go in the third. Up 10-6 to six on the Patriots. Stick with us. St. Catherine of Siena Academy in Wixom is an independent all-girls Catholic high school. St. Catherine offers students a comprehensive and rigorous college preparatory curriculum, as well as a vibrant spiritual life, competitive athletics, and many opportunities for service, leadership, and personal growth. SCA provides your daughter the freedom to grow authentically in her feminine genius. Join us at our next open house on November 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. Learn more at stcatherineacademy.org. S-A-I-N-T, catherineacademy.org. This is the CHSL Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Fourth down and five. Brother Rice with a huge decision to go for it here on the Mason 27-yard line. Goychek is out there at quarterback. Ray to his right hip. Looks like he's hard counting. And we got flags. False start is the call against Brother Rice. That might change their fortunes here. It goes from a fourth and five to a fourth and ten. Yeah, and that's the receiver locking area there. Just not looking at the ball and listening to the snap count. He got drawn off by the hard count there. And that's going to be frustrating for the Brother Rice coaching staff. Two minutes, 43 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Ten to six Warriors will go for it still. Back on their Mason 33-yard line. It was the 27 before, I beg your pardon. Fourth and ten, Goychak has the shotgun snap. A little fade route down the middle, incomplete. 
looking for the big tight end, Henry Garrity, off his top hand, it looked like, and Caleb Parrish was there as well to punch it away. He waves his arms back and forth to say, yeah, that's incomplete, and Mason takes the football back in the 32-yard line, first and 10. Mason's football team is playing some big-time defense, making some huge stops here. Brother Rice has had a favorable field position twice. First drive, they stopped them for a field goal. That drive, they stopped them for no points. And the offense has to be feel, the Mason offense has to be feeling that momentum now. Three wide for Mason. They have Wells at the quarterback position in the gun here. Arms extended, bare hands. He goes with here today. Most do for Mason as this one is a run up the middle. It's Martell who's going to gain a yard or two. Martell up to the 33-yard line. It's second and nine with 2.24 left to go in the third. And Brother Rice came out with a plan here to stop that inside run in the second half, and it hasn't had much success thus far in this quarter. Three wide still for Mason in their white and red uniforms here today. Martell to the left again and the quarterback. It's Bushy this time who slings it out left. It's complete. Two yards shy of the first down up to the 40-yard line. That's actually Carswell. It's hard to keep track of these three quarterbacks here today, and Bushy is actually wearing the wrong number. So that's been challenging. But anyway, third down and two up to the 40-yard line of their own territory. A big play here. Three wide and an eye formation. Cardwell under center. Hands it off to the deep back. That's Martell. Late form tackle or low form tackling there, I should say, by the Warriors as he gains a yard. But that was a great job to keep him from a first down. It's fourth and a complete one. They'll line up and go for it quickly here. A trio of wide receivers will likely keep it on the ground or maybe just hard count here. They're staring over to the far sideline. Case and Carswell, the young freshman, sees his coach burn a timeout with a buck 13 left to play in the third quarter. They're down 10 to 6 thanks to the Owen Party 22 yard field goal here in the third quarter, Dylan. Yeah, and it's getting close here to the fourth quarter. Fourth down, fourth and one. The situation here, so many different plays that could be called. We're going to see what this Mason coaching staff draws up. But this right here is going to be one of those pivotal plays that we're going to remember when we're talking about this game in the end. Well, Brother Rice, a lot has the Marion cheerleaders out, so that is the case here today. They're in Christmas gear. That makes sense for what we're feeling here today. It's supposedly going to snow on Sunday. So get your snowblowers out, get your shovels out, get your jackets out. All of what we're wearing here today will help in a couple days. Yep, and hey, we're just fortunate that we'll be on Ford Field in a couple weeks. <laughs> long as Amen. one of these Catholic League teams make it. <laughs> Fourth and one. This football is spotted on the 41-yard line. They will still go for it. Back to the shotgun. Four wide for this Mason squad, and they are marked. What looks like shy of the line to gain. They think they've got it. Brother Rice thinks it's a turnover on downs. It's around the 42-yard line. Pointing is still happening. Now the officials eyeball. you got to measure this one, don't you? No, they say first down. Whoa, and I thought for sure he was short on that play. But this is football. It's the ultimate game of inches. They didn't need to measure it, Jeremy. <laughs> and, wow, look at that. And we're not talking about 
you know, the football on the far hash or on the far sideline, it was in between the hash marks with the chains on the far side, and they eyeballed it all the way over there. Four wide for Mason. They move quickly here, taking the shotgun snap. Bushy, he moves left. He just wants to run it and gains a solid seven on first down at the 48-yard line, just shy of Brother Rice territory. Look out, Mason coming down your throat with 22 seconds to go here in the third. Yeah, Bushy just doing a great job reading that free defensive end. You know, it's the read option play. If that defensive end that, that they leave on block, if he crashes down, Quarterback Bushy's job is to take it out and get as many yards as he can. That's what he does there. Nice seven-yard pickup, and we're going to take it to the fourth quarter now. Mason sees it wind down. They see their chances maybe popping up again as we start the fourth quarter. Down 10-6, to six, that's it. 12 minutes to go in this game. When we get back on the Patriots, stick with us. CHSL football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Hi, this is Daryl Wood. You're listening to CHSL Football. See you Monday. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, live and on demand on odyssey.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot Detroit, at odyssey.com today. Mason has a second down and four as they flip sides to begin this fourth quarter, scrimmaging from their own 48-yard line, and Bushy wants to take it out of the gun. He's got a first down to the 40-yard line, to the 35, pounce to the bounds of the 26. Here comes Mason on the road once again. Mason football, would you look at that? Just doing what they can do to stay in the game, keep this game close all four quarters, and now... That physical brand of football they're playing is starting to finally burst through. You see Bushy there. He gets his longest. That must be. That has to be the longest run of the, of the day for the Mason football team. So, great job there. They're starting to get some momentum on this drive. Look out, Brother Rice. Look out. And just with the, how the game has gone, he hasn't been in the game a lot because he's mostly the rusher, and he hasn't obviously run it a lot. Ran it 12 times last week. Still in there here as they'll hand it off up the middle. No room for A.J. Martell. And that's got to be frustrating for a guy who has nearly 1,500 yards. He probably has it now after his few here today, but he's not used to being bottled up time after time right at the line or after a two-yard gain or so. Yeah, he's, he's used to bursting through for a few big plays, and that play that we saw before that one, he shows some wheels there. Second and 10, 11-19, still to go in the fourth quarter. It's 10-6, to Brother Rice at the moment. Second down and 10 from their own 32-yard line here. Floating that one up and making the catch is Caleb Parrish. He's going to be four yards shy of the first down, still to the 21-yard line. So that makes it third and shorts for this Mason squad. They have 
Carswell in there for the last few plays, and they will keep the freshman in at 6'1", 145 pounds. Heck of a read and throw by Carswell there. She comes out the game. They opt for the, the running option. Bushy comes into the game now. It's more like nearly a third and five from the spot they gave him, just shy of the 22. A huge play nonetheless. This is four down, four down territory. Make no mistake about it here. Bushy in the gun. Four wide receivers. Looks to run it on the left side. It's a huge hole. It opened up for him, and he's got a first down. Wow. The Red Sea departed for the Warrior defense as they fouled the back, zooming to the right side of the field. He moves all the way inside the 15 to the 13-yard line, just outside of a goal situation again. And Mason looking to take their first lead of the contest with a touchdown. Yeah, Bushy, he's just not afraid to call his own number there. So they bring that fake jet sweep, and then he runs a quarterback read option off of that. The defensive end stayed at home. He was there to make the tackle. He just made a miss. Bushy's not the fastest kid, but he knows how to run the ball. Three wide. For Mason, they send Carswell back out there and under center in the I formation. Inside handoff, not much going for, I believe, is that Cam Etzel down there? He gains one. It's second and nine up to the 12. Nine minutes and 26 seconds still left here in the fourth quarter. Ten to six is the Brother Rice lead. A field goal, the only point scored here in the second half. Owen Party very early on the first drive for Brother Rice able to add those important three points. And now some subbing in and off. Too many bodies flying in and off for the liking of Mason as they burn their first time up here in the fourth quarter. We'll stop aside as well. Ten to six. The Brother Rice lead a big second down and nine for the Warriors' 12-yard line when we get back with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter in the regional final. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Jeremy and Dylan back with you here from Lawrence Sack. This is a big play. Second down and nine as Mason scrimmages from the Brother Rice 12. Down by four, 10 to six. Nine minutes to go in quarter number four. They've got the shotgun snap, feeding it out right side. Little hand battle going on over there, trying to make a catch over the top of the cornerback that time. It's incomplete. He was looking for Caleb Parrish. Brother Rice was toe-to-toe. That was Ben Eck. Their beast of a defensive back out there. Third and nine. Eck is a heck of a player, but I don't I don't know about that one right there. It's a little bit handsy the entire play. And yeah. Could have could have been a call there. 
I'm with you. Four wide. They've got the shotgun snap again. Fading right, fading right. Looking for a man along the end zone line. Made the catch just a yard shy of the goal. With 8.47 to go here in the fourth, they drop the sticks. It's a first and goal from the one, and they want to get personnel on quickly here. The rushing core, most likely. That was Carswell leading that drive and a couple big throws. Actually, he'll stay out there, Carswell will. Hey, are we sure that paper's right? Is he a freshman? He sure is. That's, he's, he's playing with some true poise out there. He's not the biggest kid. You can tell he has a slight frame, but... Wow, he's standing in the pocket and delivering some heaters out there. Three-man backfield here. They go with their top back, Martell, to try to pound it in the end zone. They think they've got there, but the officials mark them just shy. At the half-yard line, if that, it's second and goal. And if you're Brother Rice, you know you have to stop them running the ball up the middle four times in a row. I believe this is four-down territory, no doubt about it. They're on the inch line, the second down, and I think they're going to keep pounding it up there every time, see what happens. Carswell still under center as they move right to left here in the fourth quarter. Martell gets it in the backfield. He's going to lose a yard. What pursuit by the Brother Rice defense. Coming screaming out of the pile is Ryan Irvin. The 6-2 senior defensive end has made it third and goal nearly from the three and a half. Yeah, if you're Mason... And the offensive coordinator here, this is where you got to get creative. Brother Rice is selling out to stop the run right up the middle. It's looking like it's not going to work. So maybe you pull in one of those jet motions, get the eyes undisciplined of the defense, or maybe you go to play action, maybe you run a naked boot out with the quarterback. You got to do something to deceive the defense here. Three wide. Carswell has the snap, feeds it right side. Touchdown if he catches it. He dropped it. And that's it. His shoe tops, that's Caleb Parrish who couldn't make the catch. And that play was exactly what I meant. They brought a jet sweep, and then they did a play-action pass the opposite way, had the receiver open. He just couldn't catch it. It's too cold outside. He couldn't catch it. fell off his fingertips. <laughs> I don't think I would catch it, maybe at all. <laughs> Fourth yeah. and goal from the three as the win absolutely rips. We've gotten it a little bit harder, though, because we're elevated on top of the fairly lengthy stands and press box. Here in Southfield, Michigan, the fans on their feet trying to stay warm and cheer for their respective teams. Brother Rice hopping up and down. Their whole sideline is in the orange jerseys. Four wide. Bushy is in. Bushy powers it to the right side. Touchdown, Mason. Touchdown, Mason. Can you believe it? Bushy just wouldn't be denied on that play. You know, he he doesn't get to play as much as he'd like to as a quarterback. Used to being in the game on every single play, doing it by committee this year. But he came in, he played his role, he did it well. Every that's Bushy's drive right there. He took the ball down on every single play that he got in, and he just did his thing. Heck of a drive. It's one thing to sulk. It's one thing to not be in there as much as you'd like. But you said it, capitalizing on every play he's been in when your name is called upon and taking it one step further. Mason up 12-10, trying to make it a four-point advantage as they go for two. Three wide. Nick Wells, their throwing quarterback, is back in. Pipes it to the left side. They've got the two-point conversion. Into the welcoming arms that time of Ethan Edinger. And while 
the right side of the stands were all sitting on the edge of their seat and hoping that they could get a touchdown. The Warrior fans were jumping up before that third down play. It shifted. Warriors sitting, Mason fans up and clapping. That's because their team is trying to pull off what could be a huge upset. It's got to be the upset of the tournament if they can do it. 14 to 10. There's still a lot of time left with seven minutes to go and not a very big lead. We've seen how those have been protected so far here today. Yeah, and Mason, that drive right there, like you you said, the momentum has changed. You can see it just in this stadium. The Mason fans are on their feet now. Rice's fans are on the quiet side, but it's not all over for Rice yet. Still seven minutes in this game. They're about to receive the ball here. They still got Nolan Ray, and it's going to be a great finish to this ball game. That's for sure. It's another touchdown brought to you by Siena Heights University. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Alliance Catholic Credit Union sponsors your scoreboard each and every game here on the Patriot. We thank them for their sponsorship. All the games are not until tomorrow, though, across the Catholic High School League. There are some good matchups. We'll get to that a little bit later. But all focus on this game right now. Seven minutes to go nearly. 14 to 10. Mason has taken their first lead and will kick it off from the 40. Little sidewinding kick. A skipper that's fielded at the 20-yard line and returnable for the Warriors. Taking it out as Vegas say, the young freshman. And Mason smacked him down at the 35-yard line. Yeah, and this is the loudest Mason's fans have been the entire game. They're definitely bringing the energy now. Mason's defense has been playing very good this entire game, especially in the second half, and the energy of this crowd is just going to enhance them. You wonder whether these two sidelines, obviously Brother Rice having probably 15 or so more bodies, if that will wear down on Mason, it hasn't shown so far. And Brother Rice will run a play on first down that only gains a yard. A right side run into the hands of Rain. He comes up hobbled and hopping a bit, flustered the way this game is turning here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and the, the difference here is Mason is having all these guys in the box just to stop this run. But what I see on the outside is I see the receivers and one-on-one man-to-man coverage. And at some point, Brother Rice is going to have to make a play in the passing game to take this ball game. Too wide for the Warriors with an extra tight end on the right side. That's Garrity. Goichek pump fakes. Now he threads the needle pass far sideline. Incomplete. At the 40-yard line, decent coverage going step for step there by Colin Page as well. They're all-conference player. That's a missed opportunity for the Warriors as it brings up third and nine. Yeah, and they went for the hitch and goes. Like I talked about, one-on-one on the outside for both receivers. Man-to-man coverage. My man versus your man. See who's better. And on that play, the Mason defender was better. Clock frozen at six minutes and nine seconds. Mason with a 14-10 lead and trying to force a turnover here on a third and nine. Back is Goychek. Leans one into Ray. Nearly tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Gets out of it and somehow gains a couple yards to the 40-yard line in the end. So the original line of scrimmage was the 36. And they marked him out exactly on the 40-yard line. It brings up fourth and a short six. And right now the Brother Ice offense is staying in the field down by four. 
Yeah, and this here, this is decision time as a coach. This is one of those decisions that I don't envy for a coaching staff. Looks like they're going to bring out the punt team here. And I think that's a good call. Trust the defense. Give them one more time to make a stop. Get your offense back out there. Pin Mason deep. Make them drive the length of the field instead of giving them quality field position if they don't happen to convert this first down. Two so, timeouts for, for us. Yeah, two timeouts remaining for Brother Ryan. Three for Mason Coulter in to punt it away. He's thrown it once today out of the complete shotgun earlier. And Mason will give up on that punt. Back deep for it was Colin Page, but he saw it floating over his head, and now it's going to wobble on its side and take a Brother Rice roll at the 17-yard line. So that is where Mason will take over, already scoring the most recent points, a touchdown by Bushy into the right side of the end zone. They used three quarterbacks on that touchdown drive, but whatever works to try to continue your season. Yeah. They used three quarterbacks. So it was a little bit hard for me to understand before the game why, why a team would do something like that. But after watching that drive, we saw all three of those quarterbacks play their role, passing, misdirection, running, everything to score. Four wide for their offense here, charging it up the middle. They got a big hole. That's Bushy again to the 25, bounces to the 30, and up to the 37-yard line of the near hash, and their fans roar some more because Mason has another first down. Yeah, Mason's fans, they weren't very loud this whole game, but I'm telling you, ever, ever since they scored that touchdown, their side has not stopped buzzing. I've just noticed that they got these cowbells going too. I like it. Bushy, who usually wears number five, that's what he's listed on our roster, wearing 14 today, the 6'2", 200-pound, number two option at quarterback coming into this game. But they've all played their role, as Dylan has talked about. Right to left, they move in the fourth quarter, first down and 10 from their own 34-yard line. Bushy takes it for himself, hits after a one-yard gain, still stayed on his feet and scrambled to the 40-yard line and made it a three-yard gain. It's second and seven with under five minutes left to go here in quarter number four. And now, Dylan, I mean, Bushy might just stay in there as long as they keep moving the ball because they want to kill clock up four. Yeah, Bushy kind of reminds me of, you know, back in those Florida days with Tim Tebow, quarterback, just trucking guys down. That's kind of like Bushy at this high school level. He's not the fastest guy, but he's definitely a quality runner of the football. Mason no huddle, but the slower no huddle as they look for the signals on the far side. Bushy hands on his hips, trying to lead this offense to what could be a win here today, up four in the regional final. Slinging it right into the hands of Martel, makes the catch way behind the sticks, though, and he's going to lose maybe three, four, five yards as the football is marked all the way back to the 34-yard line. Ben Eck, the junior defensive back, he's been pretty active throughout this game, making some big-time hits. And there he is again, popping up and making a tackle for loss on that swing screen there. Brother Rice calls time. They've got one remaining. Mason with all three, I believe. 4-11 still to go here in the fourth quarter. Mason up 10, or up 14-10, uh, to 10, I beg your pardon, here. Well, Student Connection sponsors your fundamentals of the game each and every game on the Patriot. They can... Have your playbook for success. Experience tutors who help strengthen academic skills and build great study habits. Find out more at the studentconnects.com. Fundamentals, maybe not the thing here today overall, but Mason's starting to figure it out, I guess. 
Yeah, Mason's been playing their, their type of game for long enough. They've kept it close, and now here in the fourth quarter, they've attacked. And now they're trying to finish it out here on this drive. Mason huddled together. They take a little extra time in that huddle. No surprise as they face a third and 12. They mark the football, the nose of it, back of the 35-yard line on the far hash. 4-11 remaining in quarter number four, 14-10. Mason with the lead. Trotting out of the huddle here in their white uniforms with the bright red pants, the black helmet with the white logo on the side as well. Four wide for Mason. Brother Rice swarming the ball. Act coming to the near side. Caswell back in there. He's going to throw it to the far side. It's incomplete. That one nearly picked off by Brother Rice. Intended for Landon Warren, the 5'10 senior wide receiver. Now it's fourth and 12. They'll have to punt it away and trust their defense, who've made some solid stops at different times here today. Ethan Swider coming up big in pass coverage there for Brother Rice. Able to stop that comeback route. He's a, he's a one-on-one coverage. It's not an easy job as a cornerback. It's actually one of the hardest on the field, and he's able to come up big for Rice and end that drive. Braden Dowd is back on the 30-yard line here. Punt comes in. It's a wobbling one. Low. Takes a cutting bounce at the 40-yard line and a great Mason roll. It goes nearly 15 yards, maybe 16 yards on the roll back to the 24-yard line. And now Brother Rice still with one timeout remaining and a decent chunk of time at 3.52. We'll have to drive the length of the field and try to take a lead in this game. Field goal doesn't matter. Yeah, you, the way that ball rolled, you thought Dowd might pick it up and try to make an attempt at running it back, but Mason's pretty happy that he, he didn't give that another, another opportunity to score a touchdown on the punt return. So Mark Goychek, the senior at 5'10", 170 pounds, trying to lead his team to glory here in the regional championship. This is not what Brother Rice wanted to see. One less man on the field, Andrew LeBear, the fullback, jumps in at the last second here. Pitch right to Ray. Ray surveying his options, has some space on the interior, bounces to the 25, past the 30, speeding all the way up to the 36-yard line. And Korzanewski is hot about something there as he lost his headset and communicates with his coaching staff. Yeah, Just he wants might. his offense to move quick, I think. Yeah, that, that might be right. Could have been a holding call there for Brother Rice as they got out around the edge, but... Same could be said for pretty much almost every play. There's always some type of hold in there. Goychek with Ray to his right hip. Little offset snap, handles it fine. Ray straight up the hill running. He's got a first down and more to midfield. Explodes to the 40-yard line. Cut at the 35 to the 30 and finally driven out of bounds to the 27-yard line. Whoa. Nolan Ray ripping off a big play, his biggest of the night, in a huge situation with 3.14 to go in quarter number four. Yeah, Nolan Ray, he's a big-time player. He always shows up when a play is needed most. So he's he's tell, he can tell now this game is starting to get down to some real crunch time. And if he doesn't show up and make some big plays here, his team may not be able to pull this one up. Charlie D'Angelo runs in. Everybody looking at their armbands for the play call here. First down and 10 for the Mason 27-yard line. They're still up four with 3.14 to go in the fourth. D'Angelo inside handoff. That might be a face mask. 
he kind of spiraled around weirdly there. The Brother Rice fans and sideline, they're calling for it. Doesn't look like they're going to throw the flag, though, as he does gain a solid seven on first down. It's second and three up to the 20 on the far hash. Yeah, I think the refs are doing a really good job of calling this game pretty fairly, letting it be a little bit of playoff football, you know, a little bit more physical. And they might have missed the face mask there, but same could be said throughout the entire game, both sides. He could have gotten him by the helmet. It was tough to tell from our angle up here. Ray moves right side. He does such a good job of being patient as he moves up to the 14-yard line for another first down. He gained about eight when he needed five as they moved those chains left to right on the far sideline. The football marked on the near hash. The clock down to 227 with Mason up by four here in the regional final. Yeah, and the temptation for any running back with that type of speed like Ray is just to run straight outside, but he does a great job sitting behind his blocks and letting the play develop. Goychik has the shotgun snap up the middle for Ray. Patient again, bounces left, but Mason smothered him quickly. No gain virtually on the play there. Good up and over tackle that time by Cam Etzel, the junior. And now Brother Rice will burn their final timeout of the ball game here as they'll have a second down and 10 with exactly two minutes left to play in the ball game as they scrimmage from the Mason 14-yard line down by four here on the Patriot. The CHSL football game of the week is brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. Mother Cabrini's vision resonates through the halls of Cabrini Catholic Schools every day. As we focus on the education of the mind, body, and soul, over 110 classes augmented by STEM labs and a new student collaborative center emphasize the mind, while 30 sports teams combine with a leading theater troupe and a musical program to educate the body. All of this in front of a faith-filled backdrop where the soul is enriched by Catholic teachings in an affordable Catholic school setting. Visit CabriniParish.org for more information. You're listening to CHSL Football on the Patriot. Second down and 10 for Brother Rice. They scrimmage from the Mason 15-yard line down four. Goychek takes it, hands it off for Ray. Ray still bouncing to the 10-yard line all the way to the 9. And he's still going to be about four yards shy of the first down. So that's going to bring up third and four. It's basically the 10. Knows that the football may be touching the nine as they stay out and try to move this offense quickly. And these next two plays here are pretty much going to determine Brother Rice's season and whether it continues or not. You see those splitting all Zavi Bowman wide to the left. Let's see if they go to him. Trips to the right. Maybe as misdirection there. They do go to Bowman on a slant. Touchdown, Warriors! Bowman staring down his defender. They mob him in the mouth of the goalpost. Are you kidding me? Brother Ice snatches back the lead. Wow. So Zavi Bowman's out there in one-on-one coverage all game. He hasn't been able to break loose, make one of those big-time plays. That time he runs an excellent slant route. Sticks out hard, three steps to the left. Breaks right over the face of the defender of the cornerback. And just strong hands, he's able to walk into the end zone. And like you say, he stared down that defensive back, and he might have had something to say to him. This extra point is extra important. Party missed three last week. He's drilled one and a field goal early. The snap was off. The kick is spiraling left, and it is just good. 
So that makes it a field goals game, 17-14, to 14, with a minute 21 left to play in favor of Brother Rice. That touchdown brought to you by Siena Heights University. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. They have three kickers, this Mason team does. Tyler Baker, Calder Myers, and Natalia Pluff, who have all seen decent action so far this year. The kickoff kickers usually are Myers and Baker. So if it's a long-ish field goal and they're really needing to go for it, those would probably be the two players to do it. But I don't imagine them kicking unless they really have to in this scenario here with a minute 21 left. Which quarterback do you go with? (laughs) You go, what's the name? The freshman. You you go to the freshman here because he's the one who's able to kind of lead the team in the passing attack so carswell yep carswell he's going to be the guy leading that two minute drill there's a minute 20 left they're going to need to complete some passes some outbreaking routes get some first downs get the chains moving get get the clock to stop carswell is probably going to be your guy to do that a full allotment of timeout brother rice has zero korzanuski telling one last instruction to his kicking unit here. They'll kick it left to right in tight. Party is going to kick it deep to about the four-yard line here. Returnable for Mason. They're at the 10, up to the 20, up to the 25, and tripped up there is Colin Page. And with a minute 15 left, three timeouts remaining, let's see what this Mason team can do. They've hung around. They've taken a couple leads here in the second half. I haven't ventured to say they almost deserve to win this game. Brother Rice had a decent drive to maybe cut those thoughts, but if they score here, they definitely deserve it. 100%. They have one more chance to show that they deserve to win this game here. But this is not exactly what I think Mason's offense is built for, for this quick scoring situation. They're more of a methodical team. Carswell out there in the shotgun sends Page in motion to the left side. He's got the shotgun snap. The freshman fades back 20. Cocked one up. It is incomplete. Intended for Colin Page at the 45-yard line. He kind of curled around the two defenders on the near side of Brother Rice, and if he caught that football, he might have had some space. Filer and Swider were back defensively. It's second and 10. Yeah, and that throw is just about a foot away from being complete. Receiver ran that out and up for the out and up pattern. Sold the, the Brother Rice to Baxter. 17-14, Brother Rice, a minute nine left to play in the fourth quarter. Four wide. Carswell in the gun, running back to his right. He fakes it to him. Zings the pass, far sideline. It's complete. For a first down up to the 38 or so. They're going to mark him to the 39. That's Colin Page who makes the catch. He missed the last one, and as you'd expect, Mason right up there, set and ready to go. The clock will move as the chains get set. Actually, he got it a bounds, I beg your pardon, so it will not wind at all until this snap is taken. Four wide for Mason from their own 39-yard line. Trouble with the snap a little bit. He handles it fine now. Airs it out far sideline, 30-yard line. Did he snare that football? He sure did! What a heck of a catch at the 26-yard line! This kid, Carswell, plays with the confidence of a senior quarterback. 
He's out here as a freshman making some amazing throws, standing tough in the pocket. That's a heck of a catch by his receiver, number 83 there. Up to the 26-yard line. The chains aren't set. They'll snap it anyway. Looking to the end zone, to the two-yard line, trying to bring it back in. Two feet in on the other end as well, but it's incomplete with 42 seconds left. Down three, Mason breathes a sigh of relief as the clock will stop at least. Second and ten. Yeah, nice coverage there by Eck again. He's been getting he's been getting a lot of tests this game, trying to throw some deep bombs on Eck. Holds up strong that time. Caleb Parrish was the intended target. Second down and ten, still four wide. Carswell, the freshman leading them down, has already completed one big pass. 42 seconds left in the fourth. Carswell hands the snap, fades back, hit as he throws. Some contact there. There's a flag down in the backfield. Boy, it could have been a pass interference on the far side, but I think they're going to get him for roughing the passers. Carswell went down late at the 32-yard line. If so, that's going to move this football up quite the distance with 37 seconds left. Let's check the flag. That's a huge call. It's definitely a huge call. Officials coming together. We've already seen one roughing the passer penalty, and we see another against Brother Rice. The Mason fans roaring. The Brother Rice fans in disbelief. Some of them thumbs down, but. And I was watching the outside there. Could have arguably been a defensive pass interference there. It was so, close. I'm with you. Yeah, same effect. Same effect with the 15-yard penalty for roughing the passer there. So. First down and 10 from the Brother Rice 13. Mason down three with 37 seconds left in the regional final. Four wide, three to the left. Slings it out to his running back. Makes the catch at the 10 to the five. He's got a first down to the four nearly. Nice job by A.J. Martell, number one, secure that football in these conditions. Zing his way to the right finding some decent yardage and now they have a first down and goal down three with 29 seconds left they still have their three timeouts so they shouldn't waste this play but here's their running quarterback into the game and oh a flag Hmm. false start against mason that was a first down and goal from the three And they're going to lose five, most likely, if that stands. The officials are coming together, head referee and linesman at the nine. And I understand what the Mason staff was trying to do there, try to catch Brother Rice, try to catch them off guard. But if you're Mason, you still have three timeouts. No reason to waste it down there. When you could have just called a timeout and got the, the correct play and got everybody settled. Bushy is out. Carswell is back in. 24 seconds left on a first and goal from the eight-yard line with Brother Rice still up 17-14. Mason trying to get a shocking touchdown here before regulation expires. Carswell with some extra time as they have not green-lighted play. The penalty flag still resting at the three, so the official picks that up. So some extra thinking. Whether that's good or not for a freshman, I don't know. But he's looked pretty composed here today. Four wide, claps his hand, has a shotgun snap, feeds it off right, it's complete. And stretching back some of that last yardage once again is A.J. Martell. He got to around the two and out of bounds with 20 seconds thanks to the pushing play by Zach Moritis. No panic there. I mean, you just got to get in the end zone before this 20 expires. 
And you don't necessarily have to get in the end zone. We can see their field goal kicker is actually warming up over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure on the number of kickers they have in this game has got to feel like uh, another moment in their life right now. 20 seconds left to play in the fourth. Brother Rice up 17-14. Mason signaling in personnel here. It's the rushing quarterback, Bushy, who's in. Bushy, misdirection with a man in motion. That is going to need a timeout as he's bottled up at the five-yard line. The Warriors swallowed him up very quickly. Lost five yards, lost or lost five seconds, lost a couple yards. It's third and goal from the seven with 15 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And that's Josh Falar, none other than Josh, the senior defensive back coming up big time there. You know, they've run that play with some success, the quarterback read option with the quarterback taking it out the back door. But that time, Josh stayed home, and he made a perfect form tackle to wrestle the quarterback back down in the backfield. 15 seconds left, down by three points for Mason. This is just the type of football game that we love to see. You know, it makes being out here – and this minus 40-degree weather is <laughs> so worth it. 15 seconds to go here in the fourth, 17-14. to 14, The Warriors lead. They scored with under two minutes left. Xavier Bowman on a slant. Goychak hit him. Nice play call, nice finish. Stared down the Mason defender. They're virtually staring the Warriors down right now if they can get into the end zone before the end of regulation here. Two downs to do it. It's a third and goal from the seven. And basically a stalemate most of the second half. And then now in these last two minutes, just a ton of action packed in for both teams. They're waving the Warrior flag below us. All the Warrior fans standing, a mixed bag in terms of the Mason crowd. Three wide left. Bushy is out, throwing quarterback in. Touchdown, Mason! Wow! Touchdown, Mason with 10 seconds to go. They lead a 20-17. Disbelief, excitement, huddling together down the middle of the field. No timeouts left for Brother Rice. Two for Mason. My goodness, what a game. Mason and their quarterback, Kaysen. If you look at him, he's going to be a legend in this town. He's never going to forget the year when he was a freshman and if they're able to finish these last 10 seconds, the time he beat Brother Rice as a freshman quarterback for the Mason Bulldogs. Cardswell is still out there for a two-point conversion try. Four wide trips to the left, one to the far side, fading it into the end zone, incomplete with Eck defending mostly there, trying to sky up and bat that football away. Ben Eck. Might have just saw his last down on defense of his junior season. Some Warrior fans heading to the exit on this cold and brisk night. Their team down three with 10 seconds left. And if you're Mason, you just kick it away from every athlete there is, right? Might be hard to do. I'm sure they're going to send the whole gauntlet <laughs> out there. Just got to sell out for a few more plays if you're Mason think you got two plays you know you kick this ball off and knocks off a couple seconds and then it's really just one or two one or two plays for brother rice to try to throw a hell mary as we see their quarterback go check warming up on the sideline 
See Coulter warming up, see who could throw the deeper long ball here. They're throwing Hail Marys, literally, <laughs> virtually. It might be Coulter who takes the reps. We've already seen him take one snap today at quarterback. He's mostly just punted since he came back. These Mason fans getting on their feet. The kickoff. You wouldn't expect a kickoff to mean so much, but it sure does. There's 10 seconds left. These athletes for Brother Rice can still do something. La Canaria is back at the 15. Tyler Baker doing the honors and teeing it up. Drives forward. It's a squib. Takes a high bounce at the 40. Circling back. Nobody gets it yet for Brother Rice. Now they have it. Diving at it at the 32-yard line there. Roderick Chandler, one of their better runners, who's kind of converted mostly to defense, fell on it. So they've got eight seconds, down 20 to 17. No timeouts left, really not any time to set up a field goal, even if you do get it down the field. And we're going to assume, from what we saw there warming up, that Coulter might take what could be the last snap of the season for Brother Rice unless they can convert. It's actually Goichek. Goichek trips left, one of the near side. Garrity in between a couple on the far side. La Canaria in slot left. See if they work the sideline here. Goichek has it, fires a pass interior to Bowman. He'll ladder it behind to Ray. Ray spins around. He needs another lateral here. He's smacked down at the 45-yard line. Comeback complete. And what a victory for Mason here today. A victory of the century for Mason as they defeat a Brother Rice team trying to get back to new heights once again. But not this year as Mason makes the semifinals 20-17. to 17, Your final score in this one, my goodness, Dylan Dixon. Just look at the celebration for these fans. Like you said all game, it almost felt like Mason deserved this one away. And not just because they're nice kids, but because they came out here and played the game the way it's meant to be played. They played tough. They played hard. They played clean. Kept it close the entire game. And they just showed some heart and grit that was just unmatched in that fourth quarter. Casey Carswell, the freshman quarterback. We can't say enough about his performance here. We also have the, the other quarterback, number 14. Very quality performance out of Hillman. That's the game. That's the game of the year so far. Sure is. Student Connection sponsors your fundamentals of the game that can help you build your playbook for success. Experienced tutors who help strengthen academic skills and build great study habits. Find out more at the studentconnect.com. Got to think that Mason won that fundamentals battle here today and just stuck, stuck with it and stuck with it and stuck with it in a game that was close all throughout. Brother Rice took the 7-0 lead, cut into that. Before halftime, it was very close. Brother Rice scores the first points of the second half of play. The field goal by Party, which felt pretty huge at that time, just the way this game has gone, 10-6. Mason comes back, takes their first read. Brother Rice comes back, takes another lead. And with virtually no time left to go, under 10 seconds in the end, Brother Rice cannot complete laterals down the field. They got it in the hands of Ray, who's a guy who can shake and bake with the best of them. But his season will end here today in a disappointment as Brother Rice loses this by three. 
Mason comes out of the handshake line. Exuberance. The coaching staff pumping their fists, serenading their crowd, their cheerleaders. What a win. Mason moving on to the semifinals. We'll break it down further when we get back here on the Patriot. Season 8 of the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot is sponsored by the Student Connection and Alliance Catholic Credit. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. The CHSL Game of the Week post-game show is next on The Patriot. Hey, it's Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. So thrilled to be in Detroit with all of my camp house buddies. Howdy, folks. It's Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail. Hey, this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. God bless America. Good morning, everybody. It's Jace Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Billy, if you don't sit down, those ducks are never going to come in. <laughs> I'm professional angler Kevin Van Dam. Billy, let's go fishing. Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Saturday morning at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League in our Game of the Week with 10 branch locations, a full-service online team, a highly rated mobile app, and great loan rates. Alliance Catholic Credit Union can be your financial guardian angel. You can join online in just minutes, and when you do, use code JOIN20 for a $20 deposit into your account. Again, that's code JOIN20 for free, $20. Who wouldn't want that? Just visit AllianceCatholic.com to get started. That's AllianceCatholic.com, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, is friendly insured by the NCUA. What a win by Mason here today. Their student section now piling on the field in the right side, celebrating with their team a moment they won't forget, a moment that the freshman quarterback won't forget. And, boy, you're excited to see what he can do going forward next year as well. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about what I saw out of him. You know, the arm talent is there, but – what I'm so excited about is his poise and his character and the way that he's able to lead a football team as a freshman past Brother Rice. That's no easy task to get done. You know, no one in this state thought that Mason would win this game here today. Huge underdogs, not a, not nearly as tough a schedule as Brother Rice has played this season, not nearly as battle-tested, but they came through and they showed how well-coached of a football team that they are today. Mason's going to take on the winner of uh, Allen Park, and Detroit King, hard to really track scores here today with the cold weather and being on top of the press box. We'll try to maybe get that for you before broadcast end. But nonetheless, it's going to be another tough matchup with whichever team wins there, and it will be at a neutral site going forward. All the semifinals are back to neutral sites this year. Most of them will be played at one. If that is the case, not sure we'll be able to bring a game for you, but if by chance there's a Saturday game at 7 p.m. or even a Friday game, which is very unlikely in the semifinal, but you never know, we will hope to carry one. We have on both of our stations, Wayne State Basketball, Detroit Mercy Basketball, so on WLQV and WGTK we carry both. So really shuffling a bunch of schedules along with Wayne State football here the last week of the regular season. You can 
stay tuned at CHSL on WDTK. That's our Twitter, Twitter again, at CHL, CHSL on WDTK or PatriotDetroit.com to get the most up-to-date information about those matchups and everything going forward. Well, Lions Catholic Credit Union also sponsors the drive of the game. You can get an auto loan in just minutes. Just visit AllianceCatholic.com. I don't think there's a question what the drive of the game was, is there? <laughs> right. <laughs> there's no, no question about which drive that is. And Mason was able to quickly get in after what could have been kind of a crushing touchdown by Brother Rice, Xavier Bowman getting in off the feed from Mark Goichek under two minutes left. A full allotment of timeouts. Mason used it all smartly and got their way into the left side of the end zone to win this ball game here tonight. We'll put a bow on it when we get back on the Patriots. Stick with us. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com The CHSL Game of the Week post-game show continues next. Dennis Prager sees another example of fake racism. A stunt, yes. They, they made an, a stunt to associate Yunkin with racism. They acted as if they were white supremacists supporting Yunkin. They're just leftist scum. There's so little racism in this country that they have to make it up. This is another example of it. You must understand what is going on in America. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Mother Cabrini's vision resonates through the halls of Cabrini Catholic Schools every day. As we focus on the education of the mind, body, and soul, over 110 classes augmented by STEM labs and a new student collaborative center emphasize the mind, while 30 sports teams combine with a leading theater troupe and a musical program to educate the body. All of this in front of a faith-filled backdrop where the soul is enriched by Catholic teachings in an affordable Catholic school setting. Visit cabriniparish.org for more information. Mason comes back late in this game and wins a 20-17, a back-and-forth affair between these two teams. What a game it was. Jeremy Otto back alongside Dylan Dixon in your Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth on top of it here today at least. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Go to AllianceCatholic.com, open a new account, and you'll get a free $20. Just tell them you listen to the Catholic High School League football game of the week. It's that simple. You can apply online and handle everything by phone. Of course, they have 10 convenient branches to serve you. Find everything you need at AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA here today. Brother Rice in more of a subdued meeting at the 20-yard line to our left. On the other end, the whole Mason community, I think, has gathered in the right end zone. The cheerleaders, the players, the fans huddled together trying to get some body warmth, but also celebrating, which makes this cold maybe non-existent at least for the next five minutes for them before they rush 
to their bus on a trip to the semifinal next week Saturday. Yeah, that's a signature win for their program. That's going to be something that not only for this season, who knows what's going to happen next week when they face King, who's been steamrolling this entire season, but that's besides the point for now. Mason's football team and this young core of receivers and their quarterback, these guys are coming back next year. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with for the next few years throughout this state. And we talked about it. They lost a lot of seniors last year. They thought, hey, maybe next year would be our year. They knew there was a lot of talent in the sophomore class, but that says it. They are sophomores. You never know what you're going to get out of freshmen and sophomores here at the varsity level. Certainly playing in a game like this shows they'll be just fine here today and going forward beating a team like Brother Rice. Time to take a look around the Catholic High School League brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union on the Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Loyola will take on Jackson Lumen Christie tomorrow on the road. That's a 6-4 and four Loyola team and a 10-1 and one Lumen Christie team. That's the first ever matchup, believe it or not, between those two schools. Loyola obviously a little bit of a newer school compared to Lumen Christie, but that's a heck of a matchup here in the regional final tomorrow. Yes, for sure you're going to be a matchup to watch out for. You know, Loyola, they're starting, to, they're starting to roll right here at the right time of the year. Everest Collegiate takes on another perennial power in Ottawa Lake Whiteford. I'll share a story with you, Dylan, just to, to you know, maybe relish in the fact that there's no snow. Maybe five years ago, we were covering Ottawa Lake Whiteford and our Lady of the Lakes. Our Lady of the Lakes was making perennial, you know, runs in Division Eight to the state championships or, or thereabout. We were at Hazel Park, which you're familiar with. You've played there. You've coached there, probably. Um, and there's a little cubby on the top of the Hazel Park press box. There was no room in the bottom. There was another TV station covering. There were writers there. We got there maybe a little later, I think, than we hoped. So Brendan Johnson and I called the game in the cubby, which is supposed to be for cameras, open-faced in the front. It was snowing in our face. He called the game behind my back. And... <laughs> If you're familiar with how the ramps are at Hazel Park, there's no steps necessarily coming up to the bleachers as a ramp. So you had to hold on to the railing to make sure you didn't slide down. There were some people literally, like, sliding on their butt down the <laughs> down the ramp. So be thankful we did not see snow here today, but it's certainly possible next week and possible on Sunday for what we hear here in Metro Detroit. But that's my Idle Lake Whiteford story. Roseville at De La Salle, the third game on our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard tomorrow. The records are deceiving, not for De La Salle. They're 10-0. That's well-deserved. Roseville 7-4. They had three forfeits, had some things going on there with uh, personnel early on in the season. They figured that out, though. De La Salle looking for their fourth semifinal appearance in five years. And that includes the year where they had a forfeit a game because of the hazing stuff that happened a couple years ago. So that's a team that, you know, I'm not going to say sure bet to make it to a state championship, but one that's going to be really fun to watch try to avenge their loss last year. Yeah, for sure. And De La Salle, they're, they're a team that's on a roll this year. That's for sure. Well, we thank you all for tuning in here today. We thank everybody behind the scenes for making this possible. Marcus Burns, Luke Hammett, Brian Bolesky, they all did a whale of a job to even get us on the air here today if you're listening in the first half. A few technical difficulties, I guess you'd say we called the first quarter on the phone or so, able to work through it, get it back on the headsets and the Comrex system here at the field, and we thank everybody for making this a possibility here today. Stay tuned to at CHSL on WDTK to where we will be heading if we will be heading somewhere next week. Three more teams left in the Catholic League race. We hope to see you at Ford Field in a couple weeks.
Thank you for listening to the CHSL Football Game of the Week on The Patriot. This broadcast is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and The Student Connection. Follow the Catholic League Game of the Week on Twitter at CHSL on WDTK. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.